Right, we are back live. Hip Hop 95, LS number one streaming hip hop station. This is your boy, DJ Ish. Uh, Mid February, man. Time's flying. Yeah, man. Time is up flying. We've been through the Super Bowl All Star weekend and a Marvel movie within a week. So, yeah, it's been a crazy. It's been crazy. Um, Shout out Ant Man. And I dropped the mixtape. Um, Shout out to the mixtapes. <laughs> no, God. Go get that. So, it's been a lot going on, man. We've been. We've been working, man. Having a good time. Up on all platforms, as you know. Shout out to Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Even though Anchor got a little weird, so over the uh, last, uh, we did the show last Wednesday on Thursday when I was trying to upload it. Um, they logged me out of Anchor, so usually when I just log in, it pulls up the account. Yeah. And it logged me out, and it was, and I was like, forgot password, blah, blah, blah. I was like, whatever, because mm -hmm. I don't know the password. I made the Anchor account two years ago. Yeah. Um, and apparently I clicked on, you know how sometimes when you sign up for something, mm -hmm. Apple will just give you a random ass email? Yeah. So you the high high email. Yeah. Yes. I did one of those and mm -hmm. they was, and so I had to hit the support desk, like text them and they was like, yeah, that account doesn't exist. So it was <laughs> like, they were like, what's the name of the show? And I told them the name of the show and she was like. Yeah, it's not under that email. So you either got to give me the email that's under, give me the date and month you started the account, oh, or yeah. um, and give me a title of one of the shows and what you uploaded it as. I said, what? Yeah, that's crazy. But luckily, I found the email that Anchor sent me the day I signed up. Oh, the confirmation. So I, so yes, I oh, found man, that email, yeah. and I know, of course, I knew the name of the show and what I uploaded that. Yeah. So I got it back, but it was, I was. I ain't going to lie. I, I hide all my emails from people. I got an iPhone 12. They'd be like, you want to share? No, I don't want to share nothing. Yeah. I don't share nothing. Nobody. Like, Bro, I didn't even really know you could do that for real, but that's, it was crazy. So, um. That's my life. <laughs> Hope y'all doing good. Uh, thank you for joining us. Episode 20, this is. Yes, episode 20. So shout out Ginobili to us. Episode. Shout out. Um, what? Ginobili episode. Yeah, Ginobili episode. Um, yeah, we'll start naming episodes by the players. <laughs> so, oh, we got the episode next week. That's fine. <laughs> but, but it's fresh. So we'll start off All-Star Weekend. Last night, um, the skills challenge happened with the rookies, the Giannis brothers, Andrew Holiday, and the Utah Jazz. And then we had the three-point shootout won by Damian Lillard, who I called. And then the dunk contest was won by Matt McClellan, who is called. So we're right, of course. Um, as you were, <laughs> as usual. For the um, but before we get into the dunk contest, I do want to talk about Matt McClellan. I just want to ask, like, what are your thoughts on All-Star Weekend? Like, do they need to just go back to the old format? Or do you like what's going on? Yeah. So, you know what I saw yesterday on Twitter that was interesting? Mm -hmm. In the 80s, they had a celebrity dunk contest. Yes. Yeah, I saw yeah, it, and yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Yes, they did. Because that's great marketing mm -hmm. to really lean into what everybody loves. Mm -hmm. I think they need to do that and have a celebrity three-point shootout. Get rid of skills challenge. Get rid of, uh, you know, keep the regular shootout. Mm -hmm. But I'll get rid of skills challenge because, first of all, it's stupid. Y'all yeah. took the skills out of the skills challenge. Who's somebody yesterday? <laughs> like, what? Back in my day... That bounce pass meant something. Yo, that shit they used to separate the men from the boys because a lot of y'all favorite players could not come down and make a two-hand bounce pass. That was real fast. That, listen, that three-point shot and that bounce pass changed a lot. Yes, it did. You know, you took all the skills out. I, it's just, it's so lackluster. It is. It's super lackluster. So I think they should do that. I would much rather watch celebrities shoot threes mm -hmm. versus each other for, like, charity or something yeah. than watch the, the non-skills challenge. Because you tried to fix it by like, oh, yeah, we'll do bigs and guards. But, like, that, it's just a race. There's no way you can make this a race where the fastest people are not going to win. Yeah. 
So no matter what you change, like it's just it's a race. Yeah, it's a race. So um, I I man, I actually didn't think about that. My my thing was just started with a one on one tournament, mm. but but I think. They, yeah, it was KD. They, KD was talking about it on his podcast, and he was saying, yeah, the one-on-one is fire, but I don't think people would do it because they get their feelings hurt. It was KD or Patrick Beverly. Somebody, one of them said it. And they were shout like, out both. They, shout out both for sure. For yeah, sure. But they were saying that the players would get their feelings hurt. Like, yeah. these egos and social media has really hurt these players' pride. In 2005, you would have introduced a one-on-one tournament. Yeah. Kobe, T-Mac, Vince, Braun, Melo, all of them would have done it. And you know what else? Like carrying back on the point, they were like, "Man, Matt McClung brought the dunk contest back." No, he didn't. No, what he did is bad for the dunk contest. It actually is because you know what <laughs> niggas was looking like. Dude, it's like Chow was like, "Damn, what if I flip around, miss a dunk? Mm-hmm. I lose the Matt McClung in the exactly. dunk contest." Exactly. Exactly. Like, exactly. It can happen, and it sure will happen because yeah. he ain't even come close to missing them. Literally, but but yeah. So I really just think the issue is the issue is. And I, I, this is not just for the NBA. This is kind of an entertainment in general. A lot of people are changing things that don't need to be changed. That's it's kind of funny that in the movie industry, they just keep remaking movies yeah. that they should have remade. Too. TV shows as well. Yeah. And in the entertainment side of things, yeah. you're just changing things that don't need to be changed. One thing I appreciate about the NFL is they're not changing nothing. The NFL sticks to what they do. All they did was add a game and add a playoff game, which right. is, I mean, add a playoff team, which adds an extra playoff game, and that's just for record of the NFL. So, so, like, you add more football to football. No yeah. problem with that. But the the basis of football, nothing changes. The all-pro selections aren't changing. The right. way they vote for these things aren't changing, which is why people are always talking about how the – MVP is voted mainly on quarterbacks. The one thing I do appreciate it is it's always been that. Like yeah. it's not like it's in life, 2012. Life yeah. In 2012, right. it was just changed out of nowhere. And only right. only a couple of RBs even got MVP. Exactly, so like, and yeah. it's like and it's like a lot of running back MVP type seasons. They don't get it just because it's a quarterback based right. sport. And it's like if it's gonna be that, just let it be that. Max Payton got five MVPs. Exactly. Like, Tom Brady got Tom Brady and Payton both have five yeah. between the two. Tom Brady got four, whatever it is. Yeah. So like yeah, I think so. yeah, so. I mean, my thing with the NBA is just I think they changed too much. Yeah. I think when they changed the score bracket, the, the way they scored the All-Star game, they were just like, well, now we just got to change everything. They changed the rookie-sophomore game. Do you remember when they, you know they broke the dunk contest? The one year it had good dunking. Yes. They had them dunking in teams. Yes. like, And I just don't get why they don't understand or why somebody on their marketing team, somebody is not talking to them like, yo, it's not – that the events is anything wrong with the events or how they're done is the players that are involved in the events. Right. Nobody's coming to All Star Weekend. No offense to Matt McClung, you put on the show, but like people don't want to see. First, now next year they'll want to see him because you you put on the show and you made a name for yourself. And you a now. good story. And you, you know. a good story. So now next year, if you're still in the G League or mm-hmm. maybe you made a roster next summer, you'll be in the Shout Matt McClung on his ten day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, now you'll be a name and it'll be a story. Yeah. Now it'll be like, all right, well, Zion, because Zion said he'll think about doing it next year if he's healthy and things. So it's like, well, if Zion does it, then if Zion does it, it's Aaron Gordon, like, all right, all right, I'll do right, it. Yeah. But now, if you do have Zion and Matt McClung, are you like, now I don't even want to do it because obviously those two are going to be the final. So that's the that's the fun part of the dunk contest. It's like, let it be the format. The skills challenge, same thing. The skills challenge format was good. If you're not going to replace it and do the celebrity three-point contest, which I think is a phenomenal idea. 
Cause I listen, think, y'all can keep that one. Y'all can keep I that think one. A lot of I think a lot of celebrities will have enjoyed doing that. Yeah. There's a lot of like like Kevin Hart will do it. Jimmy um, Kimmel, like Jimmy Kimmel, just, just funny people. And you can bring the three point line in. Like put the yeah. high school three point line. You only got to do it if you yeah. want to do if you want to do it like that. Bring some WNBA players, exactly. Things of that that yeah. can get them some exposure. Or you can bring some college like college uh, yeah. players or old college. Listen, it's, I, I listen. I'd like to see Reggie Miller get up. I was about to say yeah. Reggie Miller Ray Allen. Like it's so many things. It's so many people you can bring with a celebrity three point contest. So, yeah. um, I think that would be a good day. And like you said, every shot is for charity. Every shot, anybody makes a thousand, ten thousand dollars for charity, right. things like that. But if you're not going to do that, I would say just go back to the original skills for me and just make it a point guard thing right. and just leave it at that for us. And I'm not going to lie, if y'all not going to have Kevin Hart come out there, I'm not trying to see this Olympic game. <laughs> I don't want to see DK run up and down and dunk over Janelle on eight for four quarters. Like, right. And this. I understand you probably can't afford Kevin Hart no more. <laughs> but I, listen, Kevin Hart was carrying All Star <laughs> Weekend for a little bit. But like two or three years, Kevin Hart was in a row. Yeah, like, <laughs> he was the highlight of the weekend. But uh, yeah, so yeah. I definitely think that I think that the skills challenge definitely either needs to be done away with and replace a celebrity, either a celebrity dunk contest with some football players, some old athletes, hey, or put the rim on nine. Put the rim on nine and do yeah. a celebrity dunk contest or do a one-on-one, do horse again, the year they did a horse with Katie and Joe Johnson. Yeah, I, I rocked the race. Yeah. So something like that or just make the skill challenge yeah, exactly what it is because yeah. it's stupid. But also, I wanted to ask you about the rookie All Star G League, whatever the hell that was. I don't know. What is the point? Back in my day, you used to for real be able to sit down and watch All Star Weekend in general, <laughs> top to bottom. I would never even watch an All Star Weekend in LA in the rookie game and John walk through that bounce pass alley oop to Blake Griffin yes. when it was just yes. rookies and stuff. Yes. Like, that is what All Star Weekend is. I don't, like, you know, I know what they try to do with the G League. They got pressure on the NCAA. We got to push these players. We got to, you know, we made promises to them that, you know, they'll get NBA-type treatment. But All-Star Weekend is just bleeding mm-hmm. attention, especially – it's such a missed opportunity because how much basketball is already talked about. Yes. Basketball is already the most prominent social media sport, per se, with so many different accounts covering it, everybody talking all at once. For you not to sl- – like – well, pun intended. For you not to slam dunk All Star Weekend every year, right after the Super Bowl, no football to compete with, no baseball stuff. This should be a home run every single year, and it's just not. I just don't. I don't understand why. Yeah. I really don't because this is your weekend. Yeah. And the thing about All Star Weekend is. It's no other weekend like it in the four major sports in America. Exactly. So it's not like there's a football all-star weekend that you compete with and trying to be different in. And the baseball all-star weekend is completely different. The home run derby is its own thing in itself. Yeah. That's pretty much the main thing of that. It's right. not four or five different events, a three-day weekend thing. And the all-star game isn't as if you're a real baseball fan, of course it is. But yeah. if you're just a casual, like a casual person can say, right. like Taylor's going to watch an All-Star game with me tonight and have a great time watching yeah. it because of the skill set you'll be able to play. The baseball, exactly. if the baseball All-Star game, the pitchers were throwing 75 miles an hour every play. And so every, yeah. it was just a bunch of hits back to back. A lot more people would be entertained. But it's not that. It's a yeah. real game because it determines yeah. your seeding yeah, later on in the season, ones. which doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. It's never has. But <laughs> the All-Star game. I, is, I, mean, I mean, whoever wins the World Series hosts the uh, – no, whoever yes. wins the All Star game, who it has the World Series. Yes, that's just crazy. crazy. It doesn't make any sense. So it's a real competitive game. I'm, imagine making the World Series and you don't got no All Stars, <laughs> and right. the niggas lost. Uh, so now we just don't got home. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. It's y'all's thing. <laughs> 
It's so stupid. I <laughs> what makes baseball a sport? <laughs> what specifically determines baseball from a sport versus an activity? Because <laughs> that just sounds stupid. Bruh, it's so stupid, bro. And the NHL is like has their All Star Weekend. If you didn't know, but like it's, it's NHL, so it's, like, it's completely different from basketball. Just yeah. leave that that be. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So my point is, out of the your target target audience, the well, I would say the three major sports between baseball, football, basketball, because that's kind of all the same people. You nobody has a weekend like this, especially with the celebrity that you're able to draw. Oh, yeah. Like every year, you had last year was Lil Wayne and DJ Khaled. This year was Michael Jordan, Jonathan Majors, yeah. Twenty One, Fat Joe. You're able to bring the stars out. Post Malone and Burner Boy and Tim's are performing tonight. Yeah. You're able to bring the stars out. People want to be seen and. The, but it looks good for the brand of the NBA when you have all of the stars. Because it used to be the dunk contest was Prime Shaq, Prime KG, wow. Prime Bean, Prime Vince, Prime Yeah, Tina, All of them sitting courtside instead of a bunch of rookies. And yeah, we talked we talk about that on the pod. Like when, like seeing other NBA stars mm, yes. enjoying All-Star Weekend too. Yes. Like I don't want to, you know, shout out Jimmy Butler. We, Jimmy Butler in Argentina right now. Jimmy Butler in Argentina, bro. Like, in Argentina, bro. Like, it's All Star Weekend, bro. Like, this is supposed to be one of the biggest nights of the year for basketball. You're, we're 50, 60% done with the season, yes. getting ready for everybody to come back and play winning basketball. I know a bunch of people are hurt, but like, put the fit on. Go to the games. Like, yes. I don't know if it's, you know, listen, it's in Utah, it was mid. You know, we talked about it before we got on the show. You talk about the best reputation for players. You That's know, like, my thing, bro. And I know everybody has to get an all-star game. But let me pose this question. Do they? <laughs> like, what would happen if we didn't give Utah all-star game? Simple as that. Which y'all would we leave? Like, Simple as that. I miss Davis Turner. Because what, what are y'all realistically going to do? We leave? Y'all going to take y'all ball and go home? Like, there's going to be no more Utah Jazz. Like, come on, bro. Y'all be fine, cut them a check or something. But you every year that you have an all-star game in Utah or Indiana, Portland, Portland you're throwing money down the drain. Yes. You're pouring money away. The Cleveland All-Star game last year made sense to me because yeah. Braun was it was like this is a Braun's career is just winding down as yeah. a whole. Steph and Braun are both from Ohio. Exactly. Like it made sense and how that's the one like Cleveland has basketball and football. That, that is what they do. They're a sports city. Right. Cleveland, they have basketball, football, Ohio State football. Michigan is right, right there. Yeah. So that's a, a real sports city. Like Utah and, like, the people that play in Cleveland love Cleveland. Facts. You go to Utah. Nobody wants to be there. People literally can't live in Utah. People cannot wait to leave Utah. People don't like playing in Utah. Utah has a high altitude, just like Denver does. It just doesn't make sense. Like, in my opinion, similar to what the Super Bowl does, and they keep it in a warm city every year, yeah. the... The All Star Game needs to travel between Atlanta, LA. Hey, listen, don't go, hold on, don't come back here. <laughs> don't y'all fucking dare come back here after we live through that once. Um, Atlanta, Ooh. Atlanta, New York, LA, yeah, and Chicago, Bay, Chicago, yeah. and Miami. Yeah, those are the teams like that. that need to. Those, those six cities should just switch and Vegas. Yeah. If they they can make an arena, they have plenty of space to make an arena. Right, yeah. So you can. You can, those seven cities need to host an All-Star game every single year, yeah. and maybe every eighth or ninth year you throw it to one of the smaller cities, but yeah. 
if you want the stars to be there, these stars have hundreds of millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars. They're not coming to Utah for their one week they have off in between this 82-game season, 100-plus yeah. for some of them. So I, hey, I'll start reading for the fans. Why want to Utah when I hate the fans? Who am going to see you? All these players, I'm going to see I'm going to see them later. Thank you. What? So I, just, I know them. Like, I, I, I don't got to. You know, I don't think it's like KD who really love the game. Like, dang, I wish I could play. Yeah. And some other players, like, all right, cool. I'm glad we not. I'm Luka, not playing. Luca, Luca would be great. Happy not to play. Man, Luca from Europe, and he still don't want to go. <laughs> what that tell you? <laughs> like, I just don't understand it, bro. I really, I, they really had something to fix, and I hope this weekend tells them because yeah. the energy hasn't felt like All Star Weekend. Even the commentators, shout out to Draymond Green, um, yeah, double double sport athlete. I mean. Uh, what's that thing called? Student athlete. Student. <laughs> um, uh, or we can call it a career athlete, I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> a career athlete. Show me what you They, they, they were making fun of the All Star Weekend. They were kind of talking about how bad it was. Yeah. And I'm hoping that through TNT, kind of throwing hints, the energy of the crowd, they fix it and just go back. Yeah, to that's a fact. Because that, yeah, listen, TNT paid a lot of money for all star Yes, yes. And if it's not bringing in the ratings that it's supposed yeah. to bring in, which means that the advertisers aren't going to be are going to be negotiating. Like I shouldn't mm-hmm. be paying this much if it's only bringing said right. said at, um said people so said amount of people. So I think yeah, like I'm paying for KD, Braun, Steph. All in one place, and none, 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 none of them there until Sunday, right. and two of them hurt. So yeah, I just they definitely have something to fix. But um, to the dunk contest, yeah, what a show! I thought it was great. What a show! I I honestly enjoyed the dunk contest more than I enjoyed the three point shootout, which it hasn't been that way for yeah. the past couple of years. Hey, I, listen, I need top six and threes. Shout out to Alicia, Jason Tatum. You got to stop getting up here. Yeah, please stop. Come that's, on, bro. That's not what you. Come on, Tatum, dog. Please, bro. That's not what you do. And, and, and listen, I, I don't want us to sound like old men. Mm-hmm. Stop changing stuff in the three point contest. Start in the corner, finish in the corner. <laughs> what are we doing? Like, you not a good shooter. You can't start here. You no. shouldn't be in the contest. No, bro. I don't know what the, I don't know what that is. So yeah, don't Jason Tatum. No, don't do that again. You're not you're not a that type of shooter. Yeah, you're not catching shooter shooter for real. So just if they do a a one dribble pull up three point contest, yeah. join that shit for sure. Side step, step yeah. Side step, step back, three point contest. Right. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> just put the right side there, Tatum. I don't like, I don't watch Jason Tatum lose five three point. That's <laughs> not your game, Twin. That's not your game. It's cool. We love you. You a dog, like. You know, and Tatum yeah. really loved the league, bro. And a lot of the All Stars were in the three point contest because that's supposed to be like the biggest show now. But you gotta stop picking up that call. Yeah, <laughs> stop picking up. Do the dunk contest, like maybe not. Don't do that either. <laughs> Just you know what? Do the skills challenge. Do the skills challenge. Do the skills challenge. Do the do the last skills challenge. Do the last skills challenge ever next year because yeah. they're not doing it again. But, <laughs> and so, and right, you Jason Tatum. You don't got to do every three-point contest. Bro, like, you, bro. It's okay, bro. You can say no. You, you are Jason Tatum. You him, bro. For real. Ask Jalen Brown to do it. Cause that's not your, that's not your yeah. bag. It's truly just not your bag, Clint. I, I love you, friend. You that guy, bro. Like, I'm, I feel bad having to I have him. watched him lose so many three-point <laughs> contests. It's crazy, bro. And to make us watch Julius Randle shoot jump shots. That was, that was wrong. That was... <laughs> they set him up, bro. That was not cool, bro. Like for real. I'm not joking. Like that wasn't cool to bro. Like, there's so many other shooters they could have called. He not even the best shooter on his team. He's not even the best shooter on that roster. Like whose idea was that? Uh, 
Y'all, listen, everybody, everybody, listen. I don't think Jalen Brunson was snubbed. Everybody like Jalen Brunson got snubbed. He should have been a three point. Bruh, that's him. Yeah. That was Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau called the front office and was like, hey, make this. <laughs> you know what it was? Maybe he'd be a practice like, you should stop shooting. He's like, no, I got it. Shoot his motherfucking He can't shoot. But even worse, an even worse oh performance God. was Kevin Herter. Ish told y'all he hadn't made a shot off <laughs> since the year started. I told He got up there. He got up there and was just throwing that bitch towards the rim. Listen, the calendar changed. Kevin Herter forgot out of who. Kevin Herter just turned up. Did my part. Bro, I think you might need to take the headband off, bro. You might need to wear a shooter sleeve or something, bro. <laughs> that what he had, six? Bro, I heard it was crazy. <laughs> I would have went out there. He could have did that left-handed. <laughs> he could have did that shit left-handed, bro. You, you a shooter, you went out there and did worse than Julius Randle. Julius Randle, boy, boy. And I'm telling you about they finna make the Western Conference Finals. A shooter, bitch, can't shoot the it's crazy. It's Katie's fault. Katie called that nigga Clay Thompson and he been trash ever since. <laughs> oh my it's god. It's like a minute them words hit air on him. They was like, they was like, this last record important. Clank. 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 That's crazy, man. I for, listen, no no practice at all. Six is unacceptable. Six is unacceptable, bro. You're in the NBA, dude. Six? You got a shot that counted three points. You got to got six points on two shots to win. <laughs> so what you use the rest of the time? Like I just want to ask Kevin, what you use the rest of the time for? Because you only scored six. <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> oh crazy. my god! But shout out Kevin Herter, man. Shout out Kevin Herter. But the the dunk contest. So Matt McClung put on a show. I was. Actually, very entertained by Trey Murphy as well. Jericho yes. Sims, I don't ever want to see you do nothing again. I don't like basketball. Why? Me, how? Like, <laughs> I'm Jericho Sims. <laughs> I don't want to see you nowhere near All Star Weekend ever again. I swear. Make me don't remember. <laughs> but, and I don't know what Kenya Martin Jr. did that second dunk. That boy brought out a weighted basketball. <laughs> like, what, like what, 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 what am I supposed to do with that information, Kenya? That the basketball is weighted. Like, what am I supposed to do now that we know that? <laughs> that nigga brought that shit out of one of them uh, the trains they be putting the fancy food on. That <laughs> got steamed. Like, what, Kevin, Kane, what are we supposed to do with that? Like, Dog, what was that for? You were Kane Martin up there with John Collins. <laughs> Dog, what were you doing? Bro, did a, a backwards dunk. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think, man. It is 376 high school players in Georgia that can do that. <laughs> I was I was thinking, man, maybe they should extend the first round so that people get more chances. Nah, because then you get people like, hey, like we got to get you out. Or, you know what, bro? I, I figured out how to fix the dunk contest. I figured out how to fix the dunk contest. You should have to qualify for the dunk contest. That's kind of fire. You should have to qualify for the dunk contest. And if you qualify, then you can... Participate in the actual yeah. dunk contest. They should they try invite like six or seven dunkers. And and, and you can qualify throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. You yes. know, listen, I know it's a busy season. You know, fit it in when you can. Mm-hmm. Two dunks. Two dunks. Um 
maybe for like the TNT game, you do yeah. it. You do like two players. Like that shit was like leading up yeah. or like even making something a month before All-Star Weekend. Like we yeah. gonna have these dudes set up dunks. We ain't gotta have you code nowhere. Nobody gotta be in the same location. You can do it in your facility. Right. We just gonna bring our cameras down yeah. there and we gonna set up like these are the, all right, let's add on to it. So you get 10 players. You need four. Yeah. You get 10 players. You go and it's February. This was the 18th. So, yeah, yeah. second week in February, third week in February. We'll say January, the beginning of December, from the beginning of December to the till the first week in February. Every Tuesday or Thursday night TNT game, we're going to give, we have 10 players. Yeah. You get two dunks. Mm -hmm. And after your two dunks, the fans vote yeah, on the yeah, sure. dunks. So yeah. basically the fans are picking between the ten players who they want exactly. to contest based on the two dunks they do. So it don't gotta be nothing crazy, but just show something your balance, like right. your creativity, mm -hmm. and then from then now the fans can't complain too much because you picked the dunk contest. Exactly. <laughs> and doing it where there's you know, where the players uh, there's different days mm -hmm. they can come in where it adds drama exactly. every single time those players are announced. Exactly. Because you you're trying to see who is gonna be. Exactly. And you can get to last weekend and nigga like John go out there and don't do no dunks. Exactly. And still get voted in. <laughs> John do a John do a boom. Yeah. And he just job, so they vote him in anyway. Exactly. So like, oh, he's saving it for the you know? Yes, that, 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 I think that, that's a way we can save the dunk contest. And then you cannot release the fan vote until the the uh, the dunker before. Yeah. And now you got something to bring in people that's just like that, just like Duncan. Now yeah. they're watching a basketball game after because you did it 15, exactly. 20 minutes before the game. Yeah. So I think that's a good idea. I love that's it. another one y'all can have. That's two, that's two, right? <laughs> that's two right now. Uh, <laughs> let's take a break real quick, and then we're gonna uh, power rank the teams. We we don't have like them um, basketball power rankings this year, so we don't. Drop our top ten teams going into the All Star break. Are coming out of it since it's kind of uh, anybody else I want to shout out. Um, oh, shout out the NFL! Y'all crazy for not having fields. I think that is crazy. <laughs> like not having regular grass. Like, <laughs> they slipping in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Y'all crazy for that? <laughs> Umbrella sample in the background. Shout out Rihanna. I'm on the way. We definitely talk about that later. But this awesome. is the radio show about nothing. Welcome back, gang. Show about nothing coming to you live from the real city of Atlanta, you feel me? Atlanta always wins. Atlanta always wins. No matter what no matter what happens, Atlanta is going to win somehow, some way. Um, last night, Atlanta won. 21 Savage was it. Uh, simple as that. Listen, 21 Savage tried to take a flagrant. First foul of the game. Shut up to 21. Shut up to 21. So, uh, going into All-Star break, I was like, ish, we ain't done top 10, uh, top 10 teams in the NBA yet. So we're doing a little power ranking going into the All-Star break. Now, these are not what necessarily just what I have seen from the teams. It is more so what I have seen from the teams and who, what I have seen, what I have seen from the teams and what I think I will see throughout the rest of the season going into the playoffs. We'll probably do another list. Um, not probably. We'll do another list right before the playoffs. Okay. So... At number 10, I'll go ahead and get it started off. Number 10, I have the Warriors. Um, I have the Warriors at number 10 because I, like I just said, this is about what I think I will see, not only what I have seen, what, not only what I have seen. And I have seen the Warriors lose a lot of games they shouldn't lose. Yeah. I have seen them not be healthy. Their, their main starting five of Clay, 
Clay, Steph, Wiggins, Draymond, and Looney have only played 27 games together. But in that 27 games together, they are still the best starting. They are the best five um, offensively and defensively by a mile. Yep. Um, and I think once they get healthy, which I think they will get healthy, mm -hmm. I, the reason I, I am trusting that health is because the one person's health I was really worried about is Clay. Right. He has been perfectly fine. Right back to back to the first Yes. Time. Steph, for, yes, that's a big deal. Steph. Both of Steph's injuries have just been free accidents, yeah. so I'm confident that that. But I, I, if a freak accident happens, then like it happens. But yeah. like I'm confident that like, I'm not gonna say the season is over. Right. I think a you can, you can only do so much with people running into his legs. Exactly. So, so running into your leg and you slide down on the ball and break yeah. your shoulder. So it's like freak accident. Um, and then Wiggins was, uh, his ankle is fine now, and he was sick the last couple weeks, so that was why he's been out. So I think the health will get together once the health gets together. Gary Payton gets back. Gary Payton gets back. I love their first five more than any five in the league. And oh, yeah. I like their first three pieces off the bench with Dante, Gary Payton, um, and Jordan Poole a lot. Mm -hmm. And Kaminga, whoever they choose between Kaminga, Jermichael Green, um, yeah. or Moody, I'm okay with. So I have them at 10. Um, by the end of the season, they'll probably be in the top five. Um, okay. Who do you have at 10? I have Memphis at 10. Okay. So I have Memphis at 10. Started off hot in early in the year, um, but – on a tailspin in the West, yes, and they have a target on their back. On their back, you know, you, you don't like putting a target on your back in the West, especially when you've never won the West. And there's people in the West who <laughs> never lost a playoff series in the West, but you know, um, <laughs> you know, I got them at ten because I still think they'll be a playoff team. I think they'll be dangerous to whoever they play, but they are definitely on the downslide of this top ten, where yes. earlier in the year they'd be a top five, sixteen, yes. probably. I agree. Um, so at nine, I have Phoenix. Again, projections on um, what I think. KD has gotten hurt. Unlike Steph, they have not been freak accidents. They have been knee and leg injuries, as you know. Um, with me, taller players, tall, skinny players like that older uh, players. are older players. Um, late mid 30s any knee leg injury scares me especially for a K player that is built like kd and has been dealing with these type of injuries his entire career so i have them at nine based i do think if they do get healthy they will be a top three team right. um going into the playoffs but right now i have them at nine also book hasn't been healthy and the, yeah. what really scares me about book as this has been his hamstring has been a lingering injury for two years now this is not yeah, since the finals. like yes since the finals this has been an issue for him and as you know hamstrings are the hardest things to get completely healthy from so that is another reason they scares right. me if it wasn't and chris paul their starting point guard who they're counting one of the big moments on um, not to shoot anymore thank god but to <laughs> but to make the right decision which we know time and time again he will do so he has been healthy and he's old and he's starting to look old. Yeah. So that it may scare me in that aspect. So I have them in nine because I do think with just their roster alone, they're a top ten team. Their coach as well, I think they're a top ten team. Right. And nine is where I have them for right now. Right. So at nine I have the Clippers. Okay. So I like the Clippers roster a lot. They upgraded uh they up oh, what is what is the white guy's name? I'm completely blanking on Kennard. They they upgraded Kennard, uh who's just a bomb one defense, great shooter. When Kawhi plays, he's incredible. Yes. But he doesn't play. No. So it's hard for me to keep them too high on the power rankings, especially when the West is so open for anybody. Like, you know, I, I watched Kyrie first day out. 
Kawhi and Paul George, no yeah. problem, no loser. No, no so, uh, I can't have them too high, but still top 17 right now for me. Trending upwards right. as Kawhi and PG start to play more games, mm-hmm. I understand that I can trust them more. Love Ty Lue, love everything about the team, but like they have to. It's so crazy to Clippers, they just have to play. Like, right, right, right. right. Yeah, and <clears throat> that's the funny thing about the Clippers is that like, Man, they'd probably be a top five team real easily if they had just played all year. Yeah, if, but if, we just don't know. If the team just played basketball, it'd be a good basketball team. <laughs> but Kawhi, a basketball player, just doesn't play basketball. Yeah, so <laughs> it's they're real hard to judge. Yeah. But they, if they do decide to play basketball and do their jobs like they're supposed to, yeah, they're going to be a player. They're going to be a threat. Anymore. Imagine being on that like Mavs team. Like, oh, yeah, it's, oh Kawhi will play this game. <laughs> okay, great. Good for me, right? <laughs> Lucky us. <laughs> so... Number eight, I have Memphis at 35 and 22. As it said, I early in the season, they were easily a top five team. But as they started to talk more and Dylan Brooks started to Dylan Brooks more, teams started to look kind of like how they look at the previous champion. And we're going to give you our best every game since y'all think y'all hot shit now and y'all really not. Mm-hmm. I, I think Jock... It's still Ja. I don't have any problems with his game at all. I think they do need to – somebody over the break needs to speak to Dylan Brooks and let him know he is the fifth option. Yeah, he thinks, yeah. He is the fifth option. I'll talk to him. There is no reason Dylan Brooks should ever shoot more than 10 times in a game, yeah. and I'm being so serious. That is the fault of their offense. That and Jaron Jackson not being able to stay in foul trouble yeah. are going to be why they get bounced in the first first round this yeah. year because they're going to have to play either the Lakers or the Warriors in the first round because I think that'll be the seven they see, maybe the six. So Clippers, Mavericks, they're going to have to play a real hard team in the yep. first round that I don't think they're going a tough team. They're oh, gonna veteran beat. team. The veteran team that they're yeah. not going to beat. So I think they get first round this year, and it's because Dylan Brooks shoots too much and Jaron Jackson fouls too much. Once those two things, I think Dylan Brooks has to go. I honestly think if that coach has some balls, Luke Kennard would take the minutes and you sacrifice that defense for offense yeah. um, and you start to bring Dylan Brooks off the bench. Now, they can they can play the same amount of minutes. They can both play with 40, 24 minutes, 26 and 22 minutes, something like that. Right. But I don't think Dylan Brooks needs to play as much as he does. No, that's uh, a fact. I definitely agree. So, you're 18. so I have – listen – Hold it on, thing. <laughs> I got two minutes on the Tim <laughs> Listen, well, listen, they got off to a rough start, but I really like the Mike Conley trade. The more I look at it, the more I really like the Mike Conley trade. Listen, the contracts will be up. They'll be able to move off of it. They got a pretty consistent team. I like removing D'Lo and inserting Mike Conley, a real calm presence, a real OG presence. We talked about they need someone to just – Everybody relax. Mm-hmm. Shout out Ant. Ant hasn't missed a game playing the best ball of his career. And they sneaked you know, they snuck up to like the ninth A seed. And anything's possible in the West. They're definitely the A seed. Um if I had to guess just real quick, I would assume looking at the ace looking at the teams right now, I don't think that top six is changing. I think the Warriors made their bed and they're gonna have to lay in it and play yeah. in that playing game. I do think the Warriors get to the seventh seed um and have home court advantage against the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. I do think the Timberwolves stay in the eighth seed, but I think the Pelicans drop all the way out Zion out that long. Yeah. I think the Pelicans drop to nine and the Lakers eventually get to that tenth spot and that's the play. <clears throat> and the one through six kind of say the same, maybe the Mavericks and jump up into spots or two. Yeah. But unless the Warriors go on a 10-12 game win streak, I don't see them making um, it out of the play. Listen, they can, they're, they're, they're two, they're two, uh, they're a game and a half back in the maps now. Yes. So, 
I mean, between the Suns mm-hmm. and the Trailblazers, it's like three games. Yes, which is insane. Which is insane, <laughs> which is insane bro. That is the fifth and twelfth seed. There is three games between. So Ooh. I, I definitely think the Warriors could get out of the play-in. Um, the Timberwolves as well. Yeah. But I think at the clip, the Mavericks and the Suns are about to start winning it mm-hmm. without Steph, because Steph is probably going to be out. He gets reevaluated on Tuesday, I think, and yeah. he'll probably be out for two more weeks. So if he's out for two more weeks, that's another five or six games without him. They'll probably go five hundred in that span, and I think in those spans, that's when the win streaks are starting, and that's why they won't make it. But and, I, I hope I'm wrong. No, de- definitely. And I like what uh, just to hit back on the Timberwolves. I like what I saw. I watched the the Mavs Timberwolves game, and I was very happy to see how downhill Anthony Edwards has become. Yes. He's still shooting the three, still shooting it at a pretty efficient clip for coming off the dribble, taking the type of shots he does. Yeah. But teams in the West that don't have a big man need to be very wary of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes. Because I watched the Mavericks play great defense, mm-hmm. and he was just bigger than everyone down there by the time he got to the yes. rim. Yes. So teams like the Suns, mm-hmm. hey, DeAndre, Nikola Jokic, Golden State with Looney, Anybody who any Edwards feel like he can hit two feet off mm-hmm. and just go up with, which is basically any big in the league, they, I feel like they would have at least a puncher's chance against, mm-hmm. especially if Mike Conley can, because he's playing terrible, but if he can just keep them focused. Yeah. I don't, listen, he was like 0 for 4 in like 30 minutes. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> you can play trash. Yeah. I'm fine. We don't need you to do that. We, I just need you to make sure that Rudy Gobert is not the leader of this team. Yes. <laughs> That's really all we need. Like, 100%. Yeah. So, and, and, and by the way, Anthony Edwards is shooting seven threes a game, and he's at 36%. So that's not crazy, that's yeah. not bad at all. Yeah. Um, I would like to get that down to six threes again, yeah. six even. Um, mm-hmm. it's seven point three right now. I like that to get six six yeah. even and stay at thirty eight to 36 38 percent. But I'm not complaining about Ed- Edward Shock selection when Rudy Gobert is supposed to be your second option right now. Yeah. Captain not all season. So that's a fact. Ed has been leading this team, yeah. and he's a third year player, so he can't. Hey, he has to respect him too much. And listen, we talked. I talked about it last year. What needs to happen for this team to move forward? Is he got to be the number one for sure. And you know, cats see it every night. Mm-hmm. He's seeing what a number one look like. Exactly. Yeah. That's what a number one look exactly. like. Exactly. So if they can cap back and cap yeah. and be step back into that number two role and play that role yeah. efficiently and get down there and play bully ball instead of shooting threes, mm-hmm. they don't make some noise for sure. The West playoffs is gonna be crazy. Yeah. So at number seven, I have uh, issues. One of the issues, uh, sleeper picks, the Cavaliers. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yep. So at 38 and 23, I love everything I've seen from them. Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland have both have been a little hurt back and forth here. Yeah. Um, they have that that small guard lineup, the ones, the uh, two starting small guards. The last one I remember making some real noise is Chris Paul and JJ Redick, but they never made it to the Western Conference Finals. Um, but they're a great regular season team, so that does scare me about that fact. But what they didn't have that the what those Clippers teams have didn't have that the Cavaliers do with an Evan Mobley, yeah. um, who may not be as more talented than Blake Griffin, but he is a way better defender. Yeah, 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 he can sure. knock down the shots. Um, and then they have a DeAndre Jordan-esque player in Jared Allen, so sure. that is insane. And I think, Donald, not think everybody would know, I think even J.J. Reddick would admit Donald yeah. Mitchell is way better than J.J. Reddick was. So that is... That is a great team. Um, defensively, they look great. I think I understand them buying out Kevin Love because he, they had fell out of the rotation. Yeah. I love their the rotation. Karis oh, Levert, that's, Isaiah. That's crazy. <laughs> Isaiah, that was crazy. <laughs> Isaiah Coro. Isaiah Coro. I think their team is incredible. I think they will easily win the first round series. That series against either Philly, 
Philly, Milwaukee. Philly or Milwaukee is going to be amazing. I would love to see them play Milwaukee and see how they deal with Giannis oh, yeah. because they do have a great coaching staff over there. They have excellent home yeah. court advantage. So I think right now seven is where they should be because I think the teams that have them are a little bit yeah. better than them right now. Listen, I, I rock with it. You, the Cavaliers will make an appearance later on my list for sure. Um, at seven, I think I'm going to have the Suns. I'm, I'm going to have the Suns. Um, of course, I think their high ceiling could be they win a championship 4-1 and no one competes with them in the playoffs because they just beat the brakes off of everybody. Of course, of course. But their floor is also very scary because what you mentioned with the injuries and now their lack of depth because of the trade. Mm-hmm. So if Chris Paul goes down or D-Book when it, you know, D-Book gets hurt, there isn't, you know, Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder, all these elite wings that you can plug and play with. Mm-hmm. And you're relying on players who all have a very extensive injury history to this point. Yes. Chris Paul, we know universal law, he's going to fail some way. He's going to get hurt in playoffs. It, it, it happens every you year. You can bet your bottom dollar on it. <laughs> that Chris, something's going to happen to Chris Paul where he's not going to be on the court in a pivotal moment in a pivotal series. <laughs> no, his shoulder went out of place, bro. His shoulder just fell out of place. Like, like meat off a turkey. <laughs> It's crazy, bro. Shout, I don't know what Chris Paul did. Shout out to Chris Paul. Uh, D-Book hamstring's been a problem. And their defense is worrisome. Because oh, sure. if D-Book goes down, or even if you know they're all still playing together, having a really bad defense can hurt your mm-hmm. offense. Because even if your offense is amazing, if Lucas is down for five minutes... And your defense is so bad that Kyrie scores 12 in those three minutes. It doesn't matter how good your offense is anyway. At some point, when you play these teams, you're going to have to play defense. And if you make it out the West, you for sure going to have to play defense in the finals. Because Boston playing defense. Cleveland, they make it play defense. Giannis, oh God. There they go. They can't. Drew Holiday can't wait to pick Chris Ball up full court again. So uh, I, their floor is worrisome. But their ceiling is so exciting. So I think seven's a really good point for them. I think they got to get some – of course, they got to get some players back. KD got to get on the court. We got to see what KD's going to bring. And I think the most important part of this team will probably be the worst of their stars, which is uh, Aiden. Yeah. Aiden is – Hershey going to give less shots. And you have to do some real dirty work. He's already had an attitude. All right. You already had an attitude. But now you have to do some real dirty work. You're going to have to be the guy that's going to have to step up in front of all these bigs, uh, get, uh, protect the rim. Against John trying to bang on you. Like, all that. You're going to have to step up on, yeah. that, on the switch with CP, um, with Steph and Clay. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a lot. You're going to have to ask you to do a lot. Yeah. And because you have to do it because you don't really have a backup big. There, there's no Mikael Bridges that's going to erase players for you guys anymore. Exactly. So, team defense is going to be a lot different for the Suns moving forward. And they hung their hat on defense for a very long time. So, which I mean, is why it is so important for KD to get back so he can start playing with these guys. Yeah. Right? That's, that's going to be really important yeah. for playoff time. And I think that could be something that hurts them playoff time is their lack of chemistry. And exactly. the last thing, the reason I do have them in mind was because of what you just said. Their injury. I said their injury history, but also their defense with their starting five and their bench and just their bench in general, the lack of it. Yeah. I think those things scare me about them. Um, so, so Steph Curry nephew still coming off that bench? <laughs> yeah, shout out That's his brother-in-law. Oh, 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 oh,
And six, I have the Clippers, who I could have changed with the Cavs. And the reason I put the Clippers a game above, the Cavs have a record. I put the Cavs, uh, the Cavs, I said all that, so bad. The Cavs have a better record. Yeah. But I put the Clippers a game above simply because of their veteran leadership. Okay. I do think, and the coaching, oh, yeah. Tyron Lue and their veteran leadership, I do think I'm more confident in the Cavs' health than the Clippers' health. But if the Clippers are healthy, I don't know if somebody's going to beat them four times, and that is including my pick coming out the West in the Warriors. Yeah. Like, I seriously don't know. With that roster, oh, they, they just smother you. They smother you. They yeah. are able to smother you, and especially if Kawhi is a 100% throughout these whole playoffs, and him and PG can really pick up and smother and take away a player and a half. Man, like, they're a really tough yeah. team to beat. So I like this team from top to bottom, as you just said mm-hmm. earlier. And it really just depends – on their health. I don't have much to say other than yeah. it depends on health. Everything else, Tyron Lewis is going to have them ready to play schematic-wise. He is going to have them defensively. They buy in themselves. You don't have to coach them to do that. That's just right. who they are. And offensively, you got two of the top 15 scorers in the NBA in Paul George and Kawhi. So, right. And on top of that, they're probably going to get rust. If they get rust, this team may get taken over the top because it does scare me not having a point guard. Mm-hmm. It really does scare me not having a point guard because when you do play a Lakers yeah. and LeBron is able to control the tempo and get the pace of the game once and there's nothing you can do about yeah. it, that scares me. When you do play a Warriors and Draymond and Steph are controlling that tempo yep. the way they want to, it scares me. But if you get a rust who isn't necessarily a tempo controller, just a natural point guard who I think Tyron Lue will help Russ's game a lot, Mm-hmm. And that space that he'll have with them, right. that is scary. They they got a squad. Right? No, I definitely agree. And I saw something interesting uh, with the Clippers. I forgot to bring it up, but uh, Reggie Jackson and John Wall were like taking combined eight pull up threes a game. But what? Yeah, they were they were they were taking Reggie Jackson, John Wall were taking like a a mind boggling amount of pull up threes. So addition by subtraction, there where you're. You know, year 14 PG isn't coming up jacking up these, you know, <laughs> awful jump shots because, you know, everybody's doing it. Shout out Reggie Jackson, though. Um, but I definitely agree having Westbrook, someone that can, uh, first, he's going to play great defense. Yes. Uh, which is going to add a strength to your strength, but can facilitate uh, to get Kawhi, PG the ball, play with PG before, deferred to PG before. Yes. So I I I think you know I, I agree with having the Clippers you know I can understand why you have yes I will say real quick about Russ although I hate how he was treated in LA yeah it helped I think this will help yeah. him going to the Clippers having to have played next to his two stars mm-hmm. I think will have helped him is helped him adjust and get used to taking less shots right. and now I think he'll have more freedom and he'll have the ball more because yeah. PG and Kawhi are not ball dominant players exactly. so I think Russ going to the Clippers is actually really scary yeah. like it's way scarier than anybody is saying and just because LA fans are LA fans acting like Russ sucks and right. that's not true um we have six um I'm gonna listen this may be early I'm gonna throw the 76ers I got the 76ers here. It may be a little low for them mm-hmm. for how good I think they can be. But it's kind of the same thing with the Suns okay. where their bodies worry me. Because um, Joel Embiid's like 40 million years old body-wise, mm-hmm. yes. surgery-wise, mm-hmm. especially the weight, the way he plays. And James Harden, you just, you just rolling the dice like it. You don't know if he's going to be hurt. He's going to just play bad. His little baby having a show. Right. Is he working on the album? Yeah. It, it's so many. Invite him over. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. His little baby's just hanging out with this week. Like, you know, you don't know, you know, the playoffs are in June. Little baby drop an album in May. Like, could ruin your whole season. Oh, he's going to work tour. Yeah, like, could ruin your whole season. Um, but I think there are teams better in the East than them. 
Um, I trust Giannis more. Um, I, I I like I would like to see them play the Cavs, but I can't have them no lower than five or six because I think Joel Embiid is a top two, top three MVP candidate, top two player in his position. I think James Harden has played great in this role, like we said he would. Less James Harden, more Steve Nash. Uh, I love Maxi. I love a, a bunch of things on this team. Of course, the coach stinks, but you know, in the East, you don't gotta be perfect. <laughs> You don't got to be perfect in these. Of course the coach stinks. Like, just throwing that in as the last. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, Tom Rivers is one of the things like. You said so many positive things. I was like, but of course the coach I think it helps him a little bit because I feel like Joe Lombie, no, he got to do it. Like, you don't want to be no doc. Like, I think it helps him going into games where he know maybe we should score before the timeout. Because we get up the timeout, he know Tell him what you're going to call. <laughs> I, you know, I think he knows their limitations, and I think that's going to help. But I really, man, we are so well. We are. Tom and Ticket, Joe. You're not a spring chicken, man, but you know what? You got like a year and a half before Victor in the league, and things move very quickly in the NBA. I know what Listen, like I, I remember it was just yesterday. We were like, man, this Luka guy is pretty good. <laughs> it, was just, it was just yesterday. And he still ain't touched the fighting shit. And it was like, man, Tatum's really good. Remember when he was 19? That was the joke. Mm-hmm. He was going to be 19 forever. He's still here, Joe. He's still, still, here. Here. still getting mm-hmm. better. Only getting better. Only getting better, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Only. <laughs> so, so, listen, if you're going to do it, James Harden not getting no younger. Exactly. Exactly. Making yeah. a lot of bread, too. Man. Um, one thing you do have to bank yourself on is Tyrese Maxey has only gotten better. That's a fact. He's only gotten yep. better. So, at number five, yep. I have the 76ers. So, I don't think you're having too much. I think you're in a perfect spot. I think I have the Clippers and I have the Cavs. Um, I have them above the Cavs because of veteran, because mm-hmm. of veteran the experience. Yep. I have them um, above the Clippers because the West is just a lot tougher than the East. If the Clippers were in the East, they would yeah. be in this five spot. But because the West East is a little bit weaker, I have the 76ers here. I think matchup-wise, if they get – I definitely think they get a favorable first-round matchup and get the Cavs, they can beat the Cavs. Now, if they see Giannis in the second round, it might be current for Giannis wanted to do Philly would be nice. It might be current for they got to see Giannis in the second round. But the same thing you said, Rob, pretty much piggyback off is Doc scares me. Doc and his yeah. – Lack of adjustments. Who Blake Griffin? I don't know if you saw said something about it. Yeah, that's like his thing. Like, yes. you know, he don't adjust. That's like his thing. It's crazy. So <laughs> that being your thing is ridiculous. So the coaching of Doc. Oh, what's your me. thing? Oh, I'm a bad coach. <laughs> I'm just a bad coach. <laughs> so the lack of co- the coach is the issue, and Embiid's health is an issue. Right. Not so more James Harden. James Harden seems has his health has been yeah. fine. Um, I am. I won't say worried about his performance. I will say I am interested in his performance because he has been in this role for a year and a half. Now, you can't say two full years because this is kind of what he was doing in Brooklyn as well. Yeah. But when it comes to playoff time and there is a moment where Tyrese is just too young and yeah. Embiid is either off, they're doubling and he can't get a shot off, mm-hmm. or he's just tired. Yeah. 
is James Harden able to flip that switch? Yeah, yeah, because that if he can't, then that's going to be an issue. Right. But if James can flip that switch mm -hmm. for two for two to six minutes right. in the third quarter late and as like you close no, important closing a quarter is in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. To close the third quarter, to close yeah. the half, to close on the other the eight to four minutes in right. the fourth while Embiid is getting his rest before he comes back in. Can he jump back into 2015-16 James Harden? If he can, that's a final scene. If right. he can't, that's at best the Eastern Conference final scene. So, yeah. um, at five is where I have him because I got to see that. Um, yeah. Who do you have five? Uh, so, five, this is where I have the Cavaliers. Okay. So, I've loved everything I've seen from the Cavaliers. I think they're like the third or fourth seed, but remaining schedule, they have one of the easiest remaining, remaining schedules. Uh, Davon Mitchell is going to come back. He's going to be very. Uh, he'll be able to rest over the All Star weekend. Mm -hmm. He'll come back having one of his best years. Like you said, they've been trading injuries in their backcourt. Uh, Darius Garland, All Star last year. Don Mitchell, perennial All Star. So their two All Star players mm -hmm. have been hurt the entire year. Still a top four seed. I love their coaching staff with Jamie Bickerstaff. I love what I've seen from Evan Mobley on defense, improving his game. Um, I like them top to bottom. I like Karis LeVert a lot, especially because Karis LeVert is a little bigger than the average shooting guard, so he does help Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell when he's replacing one of them as a supplementary wing because he's so much bigger. Yes. He can take these better, smaller point guards, and because of his size and the size they have at the rim, he can affect them more than that. I think they have a great six, seven, eight-man rotation where yes. they go. They'll go starting five, Karis LeVert. I think Ricky Rubio's back playing in minutes. Yes, yes. Isaac Okoro is playing. I really like their core team. Um, and I think they match up really well with a lot of people. The only thing scares me, of course, they're young. And, of course, they're small. Yep. And picking young teams in the playoffs, you never know uh, if you're right on what their timeline is going to be. Like I saw like the, the Suns that year, I kind of saw it. The Warriors, we predicted because they were a more veteran team. But you never really know when they're going to break through. Yes. So it's hard to pick them over people who understand how difficult it is to win in those scenarios mm -hmm. like the Celtics, who went to just went to the finals and got better. Yes. Like teams that have been there done that, you know, I definitely would hesitate to pick them now to win a championship or compete for a championship like in the finals. But, you know, I would not be surprised. I'll say that if they were playing June basketball. No. Um, and a part of the other the rotation is Sonny Alton, Rocco Lopez, yeah. and Danny Green now, yeah. who are all shooters. Right. Uh, shooters. And Sonny has, has rings. Sonny has rings like defense. Yeah. He played with LeBron, so um, yeah, he's been there. He's actually the only team person left from that 2018 yeah. team. Um, so yeah, I'd have no problem with you having that high. And four, <laughs> this is where I have the Nuggets. Um, I think four mm -hmm. is a good spot for them because they have been they have the second best record in the league. Um, our third best, depending on how you want to. The Celtics are 42 and 17. Yeah. The Bucks are 41 and 17. They're 41 and 18. So, second best record, third best record, whatever. Um, I think they have looked as good as they have looked in the past couple of years. Um, I don't think anything is really special about them. I truly, yeah. honestly, I think they're a first round exit waiting to happen if mm -hmm. they see the Lakers or the Warriors in that sure. seed. Um, I think. Even the Timberwolves could get them out of here if Ant is really locked in and Mike Conley yeah. is able to control the tempo for them. I and Rudy Gobert will have to do a fantastic job on Jokic, which yeah. is well, I don't know, but <laughs> it's crazy to say that he got like three defensive players. Like <laughs> that is crazy, it's bro. Crazy, like, but 
Yeah, I, what I've seen from Jokic is more of the same. I don't think he should get that third MVP, to be honest. I think that should go to Jason Tatum, but we'll have that conversation yeah. another day. Um, but, yeah, they, they look good. They have – I've been saying all season I love that KCP pickup, but they just don't have the defenders. If your closing lineup has three liabilities on defense, you're not winning anything. Yeah. You have Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and um, – and Jokic as the three huge liabilities. Not like kind of liabilities, like how like Devin Booker's kind of a liability, but like if he's locked in, like you're not too worried about him. Like these are real liabilities. Like any of them, you will be happy to get switched on. Um, you will happy them switch on your best player. And on top of that, if you are going to say, all right, cool, we're going to take, um, we'll take what's her face out and we'll, we'll take Michael Porter Jr. out and put KCP in, well, cool. But now you just lost a lot of size. You yeah. lost rebounding. Now you're, and the, now you're the 2020 Nuggets. <laughs> now you're the 2020 Nuggets. And now the, you're, I think Michael Porter Jr. is a better shooter than KCP. Yeah. But, I mean, you do replace that with veteran experience, but you get smaller. Yeah. So it's like and Michael just, Porter stretches the floor more and is a reliever ball handler. Yes. And I just don't think they – honestly, I just don't think they scare anybody. Yeah. I think everybody is kind of just like, all right, cool. Like, we're yeah. doing the same thing. So – I have them four. So I got the Warriors at four. Okay. I got the Warriors at four. No, no problem for me. <laughs> I got the Warriors at four because so I you know gotta see the glass half full. Gotta see the glass half full. Did you trade the number two overall pick for a player that was already on your team? Yes. But I like Gary Payton a lot. I like Gary Payton a lot. In a league where no one can guard anyone, just think about it. If there was a kid coming out of college and we knew one million percent, listen, not gonna be a big scorer, maybe a top five, six defender in the league, I think he would be drafted pretty hard depending on the draft. The Wiseman draft wasn't a crazy draft. Ain't no telling where Gary Payton really would have went if you know he had a big name attached to him. But the bigger picture, like jokes aside, is we you survived two step injuries and we're still in the playoffs. I think, you know, 29, 29, Clay's looking great. Jordan Poole's looking great. Kaminga is probably the biggest difference that – Kaminga and DiVincenzo are probably the biggest difference between last year's team that I really like. Is Kaminga is so much more dynamic than the players that they had last year. And Dante DiVincenzo brings physicality, toughness that uh, GP2 left, but he also is a good shooter and a very underrated passer in their system. So I think just get in the playoffs. Once you get in the playoffs, Steph is back. The whole, like you said, best five man unit in the league. Steve Kerr's never lost a Western Conference playoff series. The Western Conference is in disarray, top to bottom. Bunch of new players everywhere. A bunch of new coaches everywhere. Trying to figure out how we're going to maneuver these players. The, the the teams that are going to be competing in the playoffs, none of them have accomplished what the Warriors have accomplished, even in recent memory. So I still have them pretty high. Um, because I really just don't care about the regular season. Uh, so, <laughs> I was going to do that. But I was yeah. like, since I'm the Warriors guy, nobody <laughs> will take us seriously if I do that. So, I just put him in 10. That's so good. But I feel the same yeah. way. Like, like, nobody's beating them. <laughs> like, and, I, and I'm being so serious. Like, the only team I'm really, like, worried about is, like, damn, what if the Clippers get healthy or what if the Lakers get healthy? Yeah. Like, those are the two teams that, it's like, look at, you look at and, like, okay, they could probably beat them. But yeah. not just not beat them. Memphis is not beating them. A Phoenix team that got together three months before the playoff series is not beating them. Yeah. With no defense and no bench, they're not, they're not going to beat yeah. them. The Mavericks, the Mavericks out of the teams that got put together would be the scariest because of 
we have been playing terrible defense all season, and you need to stop them. It's just simple as that. You're not going to stop them. But their lack of defense and their lack of meaningful size. They have size, but if you're going to outsize the Warriors, Christian Wood and Travell McGee not right. going to do, yeah. do it if – Zaza Pachulia. I mean, not Zaza yeah, Christian Wood, one of the. I, listen, I think I leave for so I know you've seen him. Christian Wood's one of the funniest watches in the league. Because you'll never know if he's going to get off the bench and be dirt or get off the bench and be a G League player. I watched him score like 12 points in three minutes. For <laughs> So, yeah, I just, I really feel strongly about the Warriors. Like, it's, it would be different if I was really worried about Steph's health. Mm-hmm. But like I said, freak accidents don't scare yeah. me. Um, if his knee was hurting and like he had twisted his knee yeah. and sprained his it'll be lingering. Yeah. Yes, I would be concerned. But stuff yeah. like this, I'm not concerned about. So, yeah, Warriors and four, I have no option with. I have no problem with. Mm-hmm. And again, I know you guys think we're crazy. I know yeah. when you watch this, you're gonna be like, man, they just, oh, they just love the Warriors so much. They love stuff so much. Look, dude, they have won four championships in eight years, and like this just said. They have not lost a playoff series to one team in the West. Not one team. Like, Steve Kerr's undefeated in the Western Conference. They're, they're undefeated since 2015 in the Western Conference when they're on Olympic. Like, we're not we're not being crazy. Yeah. You just have, And the the thing that's so important about what you said is the teams have just come together. Yeah. Their core knowing that system like they know mm-hmm. is the issue with them. First off, Steve, Steve, Steve Kerr is in that staff in series adjustments are always oh, yeah. on point. Yeah. But combined with... The shooting ability with that system is just is too much, yeah. and nobody has figured out how to stop it. So I just don't see. And as as I mentioned with John Wall and Reggie Jackson, I don't want to throw dirt on Wiseman's name, you know, especially because you know I wanted it's over. But <laughs> um, had, you know, now that we're past the trade deadline, everybody's roles are locked in. Mm-hmm. We're, we are not figuring anything out anymore. Yes, we are not in the exploratory part of the season where we're trying different lineups and. You know, we got these people in it. We're trying to figure out who can play it. No, 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 no. Now it's just the best five-man lineup in the league, yes. as according to the stats. Yes. Jordan Poole coming off the bench. Kameen coming off the bench. DiVincenzo, like Gary Payton. Gary Payton. They're going to be fine. They, they can legitimately go 80, 90 in the playoffs again. Yes. So I, I really I really like where they're moving. Them getting to the finals without facing the game seven was surprising. You know? like, that's how yeah. That's how not, not worried I am about them. Um, so at three – this is where I have Dallas. Wow, um, that's crazy. Me yes. Too. Okay. That's crazy. <laughs> I have, so we both have Dallas at three. I have Dallas at three. They're 31 and 29 right now. As we just said, I'm not worried about this regular season record. From what I've seen since Kyrie has gotten there, I've loved everything. Mm-hmm. I think they can beat any team in the West. That includes the Warriors as well. Would I pick them? No. But uh, I would probably pick them against everybody other than the Warriors and the Lakers, honestly. Um, and that's just because the Lakers have a wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we both picked them so we can kind of kind of combo on yeah. this one. Everybody talking about the Suns. Y'all saw, y'all saw Luka face when y'all had some fun back. Y'all heard what Luka just did in Phoenix, bro? Yeah, y'all better go get KD, my nigga. And y'all better not lose, fam. Listen, if the Suns and the Mavs play, KD, you better bring your A game. Because you lose, oh my God, they go kill you, boy. And if, you know what, you know what makes me think of? Like, man, Kyrie been on a lot of different teams. Mm-hmm. He's played against a lot of different players. Mm-hmm. How did he respond playing against his former team? And I pulled up a clip of him just frying Braun in Boston. And I had completely <laughs> forgot. First way of the game, Braun shoot a jumper over him, clank it. Kyrie come down, get the ball, ISO, bucket over him. Like, Katie, it's not going to – listen, that's your best friend. Kyrie step between that line. It ain't none of that. 
Nope. This won't be like when you left Westbrook and you came back and they was really shit. So it really, you know, if you lost to him, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, Luka just beat the Luka changed the entire Phoenix organization. Yes. He changed that whole team. Yes. You, Katie would not be here today if Luka didn't do what he did to them. No. So. That's how Johnson got this. So, listen, you know, I know that you're Kevin Durant. I know. <laughs> and I know what that means, too. Dang. I know what that means, also. Hey, listen, we know you're Kevin Durant. You are Kevin Durant, bro. But you better show me. Yeah, listen, you better be locked in. You better show me. Especially coming on last year when you got swept. Listen, it was, I, I know it was a close week. Mm-hmm. Still 4 0. And I like the mask top to bottom, like you said, since they've been together. The it, it, God, I love Jason Kidd. The overnight change in how their team played once they found out they have Kyrie Irving has been. It's been, it's just beautiful. I love basketball. Because at, at any, you know, it's like, fuck it. We're just going to do something else. Yeah, I can't curse her. But, you know, we're just going to do something else. And even the games where Luka didn't play, they played such a different style with Kyrie on the floor and with Josh Green because the people they left, the people that left, Dorian Finney-Smith, what he was not a catch-drive guy. No. catch. He was a catch, he was a cone. That's what we call him. Catch and shoot. Play the defense, great guy. What they've added with Kyrie and giving Josh Green those minutes is Josh Green is catching the ball, feet split. I'm on the way to the rim. Yeah. They're putting pressure on your defense by not just shooting threes, but pushing the pace and getting downhill. So you're seeing drive, kick, drive, kick, mm-hmm. drive, kick, like you would on an old Spurs team or like the Warriors, and the ball is just pinging around. But what's so worrisome is now the ball is pinging around, and no matter which way it goes, it's going to be a top five scorer on the way yeah. if it doesn't work. Yeah. So it's going to be very hard to stop them. Maxi Kleber's coming back. I completely forgot he was on that team. One of their best defensive bigs moves everybody down a yes. bit. Because I love JaVel McGee minutes, but I love it a lot more when it's like 25 minutes yes. as opposed to like 35. Yeah, like I don't like him at 30 minutes no, yet. I like Christian Wood a lot at 25 minutes. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. move everybody down. I think they'll be really, really hard to beat. I do too. Especially just because how easy Luka already makes the game for others. Yes. Kyrie shooting like 45% for on open threes his last couple years. Yeah. And you have no choice. You saw, We saw it on their first game. I think their first game together is the Kings. Teams are going to have to, if it's not crazy, surrender wide open threes to Kyrie. Yes. Either that or or Luca is just gonna eat out of the post. It, it, it's so it's it's gonna be a very tough stop for yeah. someone in the West. I'm sure Draymond will figure it out, but like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just done it every year. Figure out LeBron James. So. Yeah, I'm sure. Dray, I'm sure Draymond will figure it out. Every team in the West don't got Draymond. No, exactly. Um, so the last another thing I'll say is, <laughs> unlike some players. Them boys get better when that playoff time starts. Yeah. Them two get better. Yeah. So, like, it's not like, like, you're not getting February, Kyrie. You're not no. getting December, Kyrie. No. You're, getting, you're getting the real deal. Yeah. All right, it's time to go win this game, Kyrie, and that's scary, bro. Like I said, the only thing I'm worried about is that defense, but they score the ball so easily, like, 110 points will do it. Yeah. And listen, <laughs> like, I said this on the pod, bro. Holding the team to 110 will do it. I said this on the pod, bro, and I really want y'all to understand why I'm saying this now. Because it's going to happen to somebody. It's going to happen. If these players, especially if Kyrie comes back to Dallas, mm-hmm. it is going to happen to somebody 
where it's going to be your turn. And they both going to go for 40 on you. Yeah. Because one, especially one thing I love about Kyrie, especially the playoff time, is if Kyrie got somebody going with him, it's just over. And you saw that where Braun, and he will call this the best series we've ever seen from the best player to ever play. And Kyrie matched him. <laughs> like, that's the type of thing that these niggas are liable to roll out and do. Like, last three games in this series, he averaged in 30 on 50, 50, 100 shooting. Like, those are his actual finals numbers. So, teams need to understand what really is possible with this offense, where you don't want to be that team that's, okay, Luke is getting going, da-da-da. He's sitting out for his eight-minute break. You don't want to slip up. And it be Kyrie night two. Because it absolutely can happen. And the scariest part about it is that they're the type of players, it can happen at the worst possible moment. No matter where you are. Yes. Game six on the road in Memphis, it could happen. Yes. No one is immune. So I really love the Mavs. I really love the coach. I love everything about the Mavs. Talk about them. owner, GM, coach. Josh Green is amazing. These role players that they're plugging and playing. I understand why you traded Fanny Smith. Because it raised questions. Like, who is going to replace him on the wing? Man, these guys are crazy. Yeah. And Josh Green brings a level of athleticism this team was missing because they were a real European finesse, not moving. Josh Green hit a track, you know, hitting trampoline on people. Yeah. Like, uh, playing great defense, too. So, if he can continue to play well and the moment doesn't get too big for him, I think that's a fact. But, hey, listen, you got Jason Kidd right there. Wide open shots make it a lot easier. Exactly. And he doesn't settle, which I love, especially on a team like the Mavs, yeah. where they're jacking threes all the time. He does not settle. Like, yeah. if he catches the ball and there's no one in front of him, he tries to put his head on the rim. So for sure, for sure. I definitely love the Mavs. Yeah. The Mavs, are, Mavs are great. I think I think we're right to be this high on them. Um, we'll talk about the Indianapolis. So, at number two, um, Basically, we're picking between the Bucks and Celtics here. Um, so I have the Bucks at two, Celtics at one. Um, I have the Bucks at two because the Celtics have just been a little bit better all season. Yeah. The Bucks have been hot as hell lately. Yep. If this was a week, whatever we are, like the past ten weeks of the regular season power mm -hmm. ranking, they would be a one. Yeah, but, February, January, exactly. Like they would be a one, but they have been they've been on the tear. Giannis has looked unstoppable. He is unstoppable being the play. He has looked every bit of that yeah. these past two months. He looks like my MVP. Like, yeah. Like an MVP. Like he should be getting his third MVP. Um him or Taylor should be getting his first. But yeah, they have been they have been un, they've been crazy. Chris Middleton hasn't even been the healthy this yeah. year. That is a fear for me because I don't think they'll win this series. I don't think they'll be able to win without Chris Middleton because I don't think they have the offensive firepower to match mm -hmm. um a Boston or a match a Cavaliers. Yeah. Um but I do think their defense is their strength more yeah. than their offenses with Drew Holiday, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez yeah. being able to help and being able to roll out a lineup of Drew Middleton, Jay Crowder, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez is crazy. Yeah. Or you can put Giannis at the five and a half. You have Bobby Porter's played at four. Their defense is going to be why they, if they win the championship this year, this will be why. Um, and I will say this. And, and I brought this up before. Amar Shepard, real quick, I just said real quick. Amar Shepard said that in the 2016 finals, no, 2015 finals was so important because 
that was going to dictate how basketball was played the next few years. And when the Warriors won that championship, the NBA scrambled to go find shooters to compete with them. Never worked hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> surprise, surprise. The right. shooter ever you can't So, but this series is very interesting because if the Bucks go, not series, this playoff is very interesting for the Bucks because if they go on a dominant run where, let's see the standards. They beat the, let's say, they beat the Heat in four games, four or five games. Then they play the Sixers, and they beat them in five games. Then they play the Bucks in the, um, the Celtics in the conference finals and beat them in six games. And then they go to the finals and beat the Warriors or Nuggets or Memphis, whatever, in yeah. five or six games. And they're like, oh, now we got to go find some bigs. Yeah. Because now we got to go compete them. This series can change how basketball exactly. works in the next five or ten years, yeah. especially with Vic coming in at 7'5 mm-hmm. and being able to immediately make an impact on the team. Yeah. Like, this, we can see the leg, league transition. Right. And I want to shout out Roby because he said this. Um, dude, this is also due to KD's influence. We will start seeing the, like, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, will be the shortest NBA player. It'll be a couple six twos and six threes, yeah. but for the most part, six four will be the shift, the floor, yeah. the floor of the right. of the of the NBA. And this is something this is series or this playoff run could potentially change that, yeah, because no, of the size they play with. Yeah, I love the Bucks there. I have the Bucks at two as well. Um, simply put, they're just trying harder than everybody else. They're a great team. They won a championship. Giannis, I love. Giannis is an old school superstar. People say it all the time, but it's one thousand percent true. Giannis packing lunch every day, yeah. every day. That's okay. Giannis from nothing. It's inspiring. Giannis from nothing. Giannis understand like like Edwards talked about. This might be the one game to come see. Uh, yes. And Giannis put in for, for every minute. Giannis play on the court. He's trying harder than everyone else, and he's also better than almost any. Unless there's only maybe two or three teams in the league, he's gonna step foot on the court where he's not easily the best player. Yeah. And it's maybe two or three teams. Maybe. Where he, nowhere it's an argument if he's the best player. But against against everybody else, against normal NBA players, which is crazy to say, he's a boy amongst a man. He's a man amongst boys. It it looks like there's kids out there. He's the biggest, the strongest, the fastest. He's trying hardest. His his usage rate is is steadily going up without Chris Middleton. And normally that would be something that's like, you know, Worrisome, like we saw with Tatum, where you turn the ball over so much more with your usage rate. We've seen the opposite, where Giannis is just, all right, I'll just dunk more. <laughs> like, all right, I'll just drive seven more times. And it's, it, it, you know, they're, they're a very good team. I agree with everything you said. Defense wise, they are a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, you don't want to, the same way, it's amazing how basketball is. The same way you don't want it to be that night where Kyrie and Luka both go 40. You don't want it to be game three in Boston. and not, You don't want it to be game three in Milwaukee and then they not call in that hand check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they letting them play yeah. that game. Mm-hmm. Man, it's going to be a long It's going to be a long I think they're a very physical team. Teams that are finesse, like pretty teams, don't stand a chance. No. And, and I love it because we used to have more teams like this. Mm-hmm. Where it was gonna be physical the yes. entire game. Yes. It was going the to be nerdy. Yeah. Like the Pistons, like it, it was real serious where yeah, where you were packing a lunch. Yes. And and Milwaukee's one of those small small uh small city relatively mm-hmm. for the NBA. They love Milwaukee. The the atmosphere is crazy. And Giannis really loves being their superstar. Yes, he does. And that's what separates him from the rest of the league where he is not 
enamored with just being an NBA superstar. No. He wants to be the star. I did it the right way. I did it here. I didn't run. And I was good enough to keep competing because, you know, Kevin Durant, all these players keep changing teams. Giannis, Giannis is working on trying to win a second ring in his original city without a bunch of outside help. Chris Middleton has been missing. I think to get out of the East, Chris Middleton will need to play and play at least at least well, yeah. especially to get past Boston. But depending on come, who come out the West, it, it may be it may get ugly really quickly, just matchup wise. Yes, I will say this though, and this is the same thing. This fact about the Bucks um, is the same way I feel about the Nuggets as well and Memphis early in the season. Yeah. Teams that just play harder than everybody in the regular season. You have to you have to be able to identify that yeah. and understand that right. because it really does mean something when we say that they are playing harder than everybody yeah. else because you're going to win some games just because within the first 22 minutes of the game they yeah. realize, all right, bro, they playing too hard. I'm not doing this. Yeah. This game 64. We got a game tomorrow night. Yeah. Y'all can have this. Listen, we're the first tomorrow. night of a back to back. We in Milwaukee. I got Brooklyn tomorrow. You Bro, know, I got people coming to the game. Like, you know, I want to go out tonight. Like, <laughs> listen, the ball tipped off. Drew Holiday started full court pressing me. Like, like I said, they ain't calling the hand check too much because he do it all game, so yep. they can choose when to call it. Like, so that is that is important when you talk about Milwaukee because this is the Milwaukee you'll see in the playoffs. This necessarily isn't the Boston you'll see in the playoffs. This is necessarily exactly. you'll see in the playoffs. So that's why it's I I take it with a grain of salt because mm -hmm. it's even different. When Giannis is the one leading the charge, right. because he is so dominant and yeah. he's such a force, people just aren't going to want to deal with him throughout the season. Yeah. But in the playoffs, that defense and that shit will change. Yeah, so, in the playoffs, you got a great reason to deal with him. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, and that puts us the number one team who has been the number one team all season from the start to yeah. right now, the Boston Celtics, led by Jason Tatum. I want to clap it up for Jason yeah, Tatum, yeah. bro, for real, for real. Cause Listen, I, it takes a lot to lose in the finals the way you did. And then come out and just dominate yeah. throughout the whole season, bro. He has been he has been amazing. Yeah. He has been amazing all season. So he's been, he has been leading that charge, but... Hey, we have to mention Jalen Brown. We have to mention the pickup of Malcolm Brogdon because yeah. Smart has been out for two months. And yeah. look at what that pickup has done for them because if Jason Tatum would have had to go back to a burden of playing point guard mm -hmm. and Jalen Brown would have had to play point guard, that's not their strength. That is something they will get better at. And that is Jason yeah. Tatum's next step. We, we that's not him. where they at right We don't need Derek White bringing the ball up. Exactly. And now, and now even it's okay now if Derek White has brings the ball up now yes. because Jason Tatum has gotten so much better in the half court. Right. Now Jason Tatum's next step is getting to the point where he can bring it up, set up the offense, and still yeah. play his game and get his 30. Um, right now he's averaging 38 and 4, um, 46% shooting at 35 and 3. Um, so he has been he's been nuts, bro. He's been nuts. So crazy. Yeah, he's been out of this world. And Jay, like I said, his game, the growth in his game in the half-court setting, not turning the ball over as much, getting better better finishing at the rim, and taking smarter shots. We know you can take the Kobe fadeaway. We know you can take that turnaround jumper, the side step three at any point in the time. You're 6'9", or you can get that off whenever. It's taking those smart shots, putting pressure on the rim, getting yeah. to the line, 8 to 12 times a game. He has looked amazing. And the same thing for Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown worked on his handle this offseason. Yeah. He worked on his three-point shooting this offseason. Jalen Brown himself is averaging 27 a game. So yeah. there are 10 Crazy. crazy. There's a tandem nobody wants to mess with. Um, Robert Williams getting back, being healthy. Al Horford coming back, getting healthy. All of those things is going to make this 
what I think we're on is a collision course to the Bucks in the Celtics Eastern Conference Finals, which is a uh, rematch of the semi-conference semifinal last year. Yeah. Um, I think we're on a collision course for that. And hey, bro, Jason Tatum, you beat him last year. Yeah, you beat him last year. Hey, listen, and they, on the road. And they beat him on the road. When they, when they got forty on the road. Yeah. And then when they won the game seven in your place. So you were down three two. <laughs> I repeat it. Got yeah. forty on the road. Yeah. And came back and won the game seven at your place. You yeah. get him again this year. I don't, I don't know how you saying that Giannis better than Jason. That's a fact. I don't know how you saying Jason Tatum got a top three player if you do that again. This listen, year. I already agree. Um, I love the Celtics top to bottom. They were they went to the finals and added a 50, 40, 90 point guard. <laughs> yeah. They didn't lose anything. They, yeah. They're a great they team. They didn't lose anything. Um, right. They're playing great. And we called it, uh, you're not going to play the Warriors every night. No. <laughs> you're not going to play Draymond Green, no. Mike Brown, no. that amazing defense every single night. So I wasn't worried, you know, I wasn't too worried about Tatum bouncing back. But the dramatic improvement is. Just it, it's come. We've come to expect it with Jason Tatum at this point, yes. and I think that's kind of working against him for this MVP stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's been playing amazing basketball. There's no team I trust more than the Celtics right now, just because they literally just did it, and the way they had to do it, where they had to scrape by so many teams. Mm-hmm. This is a team that's been in multiple conference finals together, multiple, you know, do or die moments with their core, much like Golden State, where they've been together for so many years. Mm-hmm. The Celtics have been to, like, what, three or four conference finals already? Because they, right. they went to the one versus Braun. They went to the one where they went to the finals. And did they lose in the bubble in the conference finals? I think so. Yeah, they've been, so. to, they've been in some so. crazy battles together. I'm so the, the chemistry is there. I love the team top to bottom. Al Harford, you know, we keep that between us. I don't know what you're doing to still be in the league, but I love to see you play. You just making Al Horford be on steroids is so nah, fucking listen, funny. I don't know what Al Horford Like, was. what a rumor. <laughs> hey, listen, Al, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what Al Listen, we grew up in Atlanta. I watched Al Horford in Atlanta. That is not the same guy, bro. Oh, my God. Al, Al Horford switched a one through five, 30 feet away from the ring. He wasn't doing that in his prime, bro. Like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> hey, I oh love to see you moving out there. I think they'll be a great team. I think they'll be super hard to beat, especially four times in two weeks with how physical they play like Milwaukee. Yeah. But what separates them from Milwaukee is, boy, they just might flood you. Yeah. You like, you know, and they have this thing where it's kind of like Golden State or just any amazing team that's so balanced. It's like, man, you know, we're playing good defense, but they're just playing such good defense. We're just not scoring. Yeah. So all it takes is one or two shots, and you look up, it's an eight-zero run because mm-hmm. it's so hard for you to score. Yes. And they have such great shot makers where even if you're playing good to great defense, they can be the difference and make that shot anyway. So I think they're now we have them number one, rightfully so. Um, just went to this championship and got better. It's yes. really hard to argue with that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Basically, like, yeah. what are we gonna say? They went to the championship, yeah. got better, and have had the best record all year. Like, yeah. how are they not? <laughs> Shout out I Taylor. still don't understand how he's not the MVP. I just hey, don't back understand. in my day, being the best player on the best team with the, the best numbers, that's enough. That was enough. <laughs> it was enough, bro. I don't understand. Hey, my weekend, old bro. I don't understand you. why they're making this hard. But so. back in my day, stuff used to matter. <laughs> stuff used to matter, dude. Stuff used to and listen, matter. Listen, I bro. love you. I've always been a big Jokic guy. 
<laughs> we gotta read. We gotta read it in. <laughs> we gotta read this in, bro. Because last year y'all gave him the MVP. Y'all said standings don't matter. Yeah. Which I'm cool with. Listen, and listen. The, the MVP changes every year. The voting. That's right. But last, little last year, y'all said standings don't matter. Okay, so him being the first seed this year does not matter. I do not care. He's not the he's not the most valuable player right now. He's not the best player right now. I it's I I, I got Giannis over him. I got Tatum over him. Um, really, he would be my third spot right yeah. after them. But like, yo, like he's playing crazy though. He's playing crazy. He's averaging a triple double. Listen, crazy triple double. He's averaging a triple double. Hey, he is open. I don't want to take anything yeah. away from that. Like he's killing. But yeah. it's just at some point you gotta realize. You got to be able to watch the game and realize, okay, he's what he is doing is impressive, right. but it's not more valuable to a team than what Jason. Taylor and listen, it's a lot of games left. I'm not, I'm not willing to say Luca wouldn't pass him. It's a lot of games left. Mm-hmm. But now Kyrie's over there, so they're not giving it to him no more. That's it. That's over. Maybe it depends. Yeah, that's true. They're not giving him awards. They're not giving him awards. It's gonna be crazy when he wins Clutch Player of the Year. <laughs> that's gonna be a quiet <laughs> ceremony, boy. Oh, but like Jokic, bro. I just, you know, we gotta rain that in. We gotta rain because y'all let it. You know what? It, it, you know what? I we were called crazy because we said, man, when this Rudy Gobert shit happened, we gotta change some things. Yeah, we gotta change the way these awards are given out. Mm-hmm. And nobody wanted to hear us. And then Jason Tatum said it because they were they were been snubs because this is players' bread money. y'all talking about, bro. This is the bread y'all talking about. Mm-hmm. And y'all want these players to play in every game. Y'all want these players to put their body on the line eighty-two nights. Jason Tatum doing it. I can't get him. I can't get an MVP vote. What I'm doing it for? Y'all giving awards to people who y'all decided early in the year anyway. So when they come out and say like, uh, I think I think Cowher said, you know, they should make it where uh, they're doing a thing where you got to play a certain amount of games to qualify for an award. Who cares? Y'all not giving it to me anyway. Y'all not giving us the award anyway. Facts. Rudy Gobert Facts. got more defensive player years than Draymond Green. Facts. Then, then Kawhi Leonard. Facts. Dennis Rodman, Michael fast, Jordan, fast, these fast. people that are way better than him. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I agree, bro. I don't know. I don't know. The MVP award just doesn't matter, and it yeah. sucks because it's so. It used to for it. It was a time. It, it was a, really it was a time where it hasn't mattered to me when because Kobe got one. Kobe got one. Yeah. Kobe Bryant. That's true. The Kobe Bryant, yeah. not not some other guy. Steve Nash got two. Luckily, Steve listen, Kobe listen, y'all lucky. I was, listen, we were kids when Steve Nash won them too. But boy, <laughs> y'all lucky social media running around when they when, when they won those awards. But but Kobe Bryant is about to have one MVP. It's going to have one MVP, and Joker is going to have three. That award does not matter. It's Kobe simple as that. It's simple as that. He gonna win three straight. He's gonna win three straight. He gonna win three straight and not be a top three player. He's gonna win three straight, and LeBron James, Kobe Bryant have never won done. Man. Two of the three greatest players ever to touch a basketball. And I've never won three straight. And, and if he's and I understand, listen, if he's having the best regular season for three straight years, I get it. He hasn't. He literally has it. He's just doing the thing with my MVP for me is if you're going to win the MVP back to back, then your second season has to be something different than your first season. When Steph won the back to back MVPs, his shot percentage went up. He averaged seven more points a game. He averaged two more assists. He had the best record ever. He won the scoring title. So it made sense on why he won back to back MVPs. Jokic won an MVP doing the exact same same thing he did the year before. And now he's doing the exact same thing with a couple more assists. And now we're acting like it should just be like he should win a third MVP. And it's more of the same. Nothing. Like and listen, I'm a reasonable guy. I'm a reasonable guy. Jamal Murray goes down. That's what I was about to say. Jamal Murray went down. Michael year. Porter goes down. You don't got no teammates. So last year makes sense. Last year I won't even be that mad at. I get it. You carry the team. 
These niggas all bad. They're Everybody's all bad. bad. Everybody's got complaints. You, you're not, and y'all got better. The team got better. Actually, got KCP. Like you are not. It's, this is not two or three years ago, Jokic, and it's just frustrating because he, he's if he wins a third one, it's gonna be a bad one. It's, it's a bad, it's terrible. It's, it's, terrible. Just, it's just gonna be a bad. One. Um, but I wanted to ask before we go to break, who, if you had to pick right now, um, with everything you've seen. Assuming everybody is healthy, right. who would you have in the Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals? I won't say the finals pick right now. I'll say just those two final series. Okay, I'm going to go Cavs. I, I really believe the Cavs are going to beat the Bucks because I don't think Chris Middleton's going to play. Okay. Oh, well, you said assuming. No, like you can assume stuff like if you've been hurt all season, you can oh, assume okay, that. Oh, okay. Oh, like, like no Like new Anthony Davis being hurt all season. Right. Something okay, so no, like no new injuries. Like Braun ain't yeah. going to break So I, I'm going to have Cavs Celtics in the East. And I'm going to go Mavs Warriors in the West. Okay. All right, so we are – I am still going to stick with that Bucks pick. Yeah. But you are – I agree with you. If Giannis – I mean, if Middleton is not hopefully to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them against the Cavaliers, yeah, I, I think, think they're going to wear Giannis down. I think they'll literally just smother They're smothering They're going to need Chris Middleton, mm -hmm. especially in that series, because he can space the floor so much better than what mm -hmm. Drew Holiday and they can, them can do now because of his range. Yes. I don't want – the last thing we really want to – the, the Bucks really want to see is Jared Allen – and uh, Evan Mobley both sitting on both sides of the low block. One hundred percent. Like just go somewhere else. One hundred percent. And I will say, the one thing that usually scares me about teams like the Cavs is their lack of experience. But Demet's been in the playoffs every year, and he's been carrying, like, yeah. like carrying, carrying. Yeah. So he's not going to be afraid of the moment. So yes, definitely if Middleton isn't there, I would have Cavs Celtics. But I'm going to say Middleton is healthy for right. my scenario. I'm going to go Bucks Celtics. Okay. But in the West. <laughs> I'm going the Warriors for sure, mm -hmm. but I truly do believe if the Mavericks play a fully healthy Suns team, the Suns will win that series because I think KD has something to prove in the playoffs. Oh yeah, I think KD, yeah. like look at what KD has done since he's left the Bay, bro. He's been hurt. Then he lost because his foot was on the line, yeah. and Curry got hurt, and James Harden was on one leg. Yeah, got swept, yeah. and now we're here. So, KD really got something to prove. By the time that you're super fast, but also we've been talking about how these windows close super fast. So, I really do think this is KD's year to prove something. So, I'm going to say Phoenix and Golden State is a Western Conference Finals, which I think will be great for the NBA. I'm going to say the Phoenix and Mavericks play the second round series and they beat the Mavericks in seven. I go back for KD. But I do feel that for KD. I go back for KD because, boy, if KD don't win the championship this year, no matter where he loses, it's going to be a real bad one. Because you get first round, and damn, you got first round again. Second round, you're going to be playing the Mavericks. Mavericks. Lost to a former teammate at Luka. <laughs> Lost to a former teammate at Luka. You, yeah, you're going you're gonna <laughs> to lose to a team that, you know, like, you were, you're here to beat them. Mm -hmm. We lost to them this year, Kansas. Yes. We traded defensive player of the year candidate, Miguel Bridges, up and coming, young talent, for you. Because we could not score with them last year. They literally ran us off the floor at home. Yep. Don't want to lose again. Don't. And you, oh my God. Don't let them lose to the Warriors. Oh my God. Boy. Don't you go lose. Don't you, don't lose, you go to lose to Steph. Don't you lose to the Warriors. Don't you go oh lose to Steph. Oh my God. Don't you go lose to Steph. Katie, bro. Boy, he's in a tough situation, man. Listen, they say, I think Rice says this. No, your no legacy should be improved by losing a game. 
if the sons are like, if Katie's scraping by carrying the Mavs, mm -hmm. and he know he got the Warriors up next, I ain't saying Katie, but who do you think we better lose to? <laughs> I'm not going to say the lose game on purpose. I'm not going to say the game on purpose. But if the pass get tipped and you got to dive in the front row, maybe, maybe that's just when we can't reach this game. Because the worst thing possible for your legacy, Kevin Durant, and I mean this in the bubble, because I'm not, we're not big legacy guys. No, no, not about the bubble. Man, Steph went back to back. He beat you getting one. The Warriors teams look a lot different in hindsight. The Warriors teams look a lot Right. But uh, uh, we'll take a break to our lives. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are back live. Hip Hop 95 is number one streaming hip hop station. This is the radio show about nothing. Want to shout out Spotify, TuneIn, uh, iHeartRadio, Anchor, um, YouTube, yes, sir. Canva, yes, sir. TikTok, yes, sir. Twitter for sure, Instagram, uh, all that. Oh, yeah, IG, um, yeah. Underscore everything. nothing ATL on everything. Um, when you see this video, the link is. All of our socials are in the bio below, so um, please follow, like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, so next, as we do, we'll jump into some music, man. I still haven't gotten no releases. Very sad about that. Uh, yeah. But I want to start with right now. Uh, start with. But Rihanna is said she has been working on an album. Says she look, wants to drop an album this year, um, which yeah. makes sense to me. Honestly, I feel like if she said that. She's at least fifty percent done with an album. If she's saying she wants to drop it this year, yeah, um, I would say she's fifty percent done with it. So that actually leads me to the question I wanted to ask: If you could get five albums this year from your said yeah. superstar, who do you want them from? Yeah, so Rihanna's definitely on that list. Mm -hmm. uh, Frank is going to be on that list. Yes. Atlanta Coachella, one thousand percent. We talk about Tyler. Yes, Tyler for sure would be on that list. Um, Outside of that, I'm trying to make sure I really hit the five right, but no one really jumps out. I don't know if I'm missing anybody. You know what? Personally, I would love a Uzi album. That's a good pick. I would really love a Uzi album. That's a good um, who else? I'm trying to do with the singer. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure on the fifth. I'm, I'm going to hold on to the fifth. Um, my five would probably be at one, number one would be Rihanna. Yeah. Um, and number two would be Frank. Yeah. Um, so yes, definitely agree with those. And number three, I would have Wayne, which I don't really have to say because yeah. I know he's dropping soon. Yeah. Um, this, they, they have pretty much started to roll out. Um, and four is Tyler, of yeah. course. And five for me is actually probably one of the surprise pick. I'm surprised. Yeah. I thought you were going to say this, but I'm ready for the weekend to drop again. Oh really, yeah. Okay. I yeah. really enjoyed his I know um, last saying. album. Yeah. I really really enjoyed his yeah. last album. And so I'm I'm excited for what's to come from him because he said the Don the FM the Don FM thing right. is over. He said the new era. Uh, Mike Dean said it's something he's never seen before. Yeah. And with artists like that, and we don't talk about the weekend too much. Yeah. I, you don't really go because you love the weekend, but you right. don't really go into why and you don't really break down his music yeah. as much. Um, but that would be some stuff we do this summer when all the sports over. But yeah. um, but. One of them, <laughs> like don't don't no, get no, that shit wrong. No, he not, is one not, of yeah. them. So, and when I say that, I'm saying that because when we talk about those guys, yeah. we always talk about how you just never get disappointed. Exactly. Like you know, if they're coming yeah. with something and they're telling you that um, they're coming with something that's special and that's something you've never seen before, yeah. they're telling the truth. And so, he's someone who loves to make mm -hmm. and release music. Yes, we saw that with the Don FM release last year. We were like, man, just put it out, mm -hmm. like. 
I want the people to, to really feel this. I definitely like that one. Um, I'll go in the other way. I want a, a Griselda. Okay. I, you want I, a Griselda whole project? Like yeah. Together? So, yeah, because they have What Would Shimi Do? If they would do another one, I would love that. Or any of the Conway, Benny, any of them that are ready to go, I definitely love to hear that as well. Um, and two of my honorable mention, one, I will go 21. Mm-hmm. I just heard 21, so I'm not going to cry if I don't get one, but I would really love a 21 solo yeah, project just because of everything I've heard from the past right. two months. And it could be 12 songs. Like, yeah. just I would love a 21 project towards, and that would be a, probably a summer mm-hmm. project. And lastly, I would love, I like pop music. Yeah. You know I like pop music, yeah. so um, I would like one of my pop girlies dropped and Ariana Grande would be the one I chose. And I'm not joking. I love pop music, especially during the summer. Yeah. Like, it's just a good, it's good vibes. Like, during the summer when you're out and you're just chilling, like, yeah. and it's good background music. Like, it's yeah. not always, like, you dissecting it, trying to get the mother, like, what are they talking about? What yeah, does it mean? Sometimes it just be vibing. Sometimes you want to be vibing. And yeah. it's like, Ariana Grande makes good, like, vibe music, yeah. too, especially, like, I'm in the park a lot and shit like that. So, Ariana Grande is someone I would be very happy if she's dropped home. So, I remember Mitch for me. I'm going to throw Willow in there as well. Yes. Three years in a row would be crazy. Three years in a row would be crazy. And I I like it because, listen, it don't got to be 18 songs. Nope. Listen, give me 10 songs every year. Mm -hmm. 10 songs every year? I'm cool with that. You know? Hold me over. And I'll go to other Smith, Jaden. I love a Jaden album. Uh, Jalen. Jaden was on the phone. He's tripping. He was on the Jiggas. (laughs) (laughs) I was on the Jiggas, man. Music is on the way. I'm, I'm not really expecting nobody to drop for the whole 12 month calendar. So it's right. But it looks like uh, Wayne is gearing up. He posted a picture with Swiss. They just, they just and the Swiss scared you. They just scared you, Sizzle. They just scared you. They just don't want to face you, Sizzle. Um, oh, Drama's about to drop the album. He yeah. just dropped his lead single, yeah. Little Baby. And it was a little baby, so yeah. like, you might not be able to see. But um, yes, the, so drama's a finished drop of album. I am excited for the that. The drama era continues. Yes, the drama era continues. And I, I expect him with, because you do under, have to understand the music industry. <clears throat> and in doing so, you'll know if somebody's hot. Yeah. Then the artist is gonna jump on that person. Right. So when Lil Baby was hot, everybody was asking Lil Baby right. for a feature. So it's drama's hot right now. Yeah. So the verses he's finna get for that album fresh. are gonna be so fresh and like, oh, nah, I gotta deliver oh, this drama tape because I know drama. I know yeah. drama now. Like Cali doing an album every year, and this it's for the younger artists. It's a big deal to get on a Cali album because it's, it's like, bro, if I started rapping and Cali asked me to do an album in two years, I would be like, what? The, I want to do yeah. Cali. That'd be crazy. But like. For Wayne, for the guys that he called for every album, it's just like that's his dog. That's a Cali feature. Right. They don't give it to him. Yeah. But you're not gonna get what you're gonna get on a fresh DJ drama tape when he ain't dropping tapes since 2017 on the search. So, yeah. So I am excited. To, um, I am excited about what is to come. I don't actually mind. I don't mind it not being a bunch of music being yeah. dropped in the first two months because you usually forget about it. Right. He <laughs> usually forget about. By the end of the year, we're gonna be like, damn, that just that dropped. Exactly. So. Um, the March, I think you'll start getting these releases towards March. Um, Masego just said he's dropping an album. Like I said last week, Daniel Caesar is dropping an album soon. So the summer will be full. The summer will be full. Probably every other week it will be a major drop. Okay. Um, but. Um, <laughs> you want to say it? I don't. Because <laughs> I don't want to give these people a little item day. But 
but I feel like we do have to talk about it. <laughs> um, just for a little bit to wrap up, um, if Jada gets married to Lil Baby, <laughs> am I missing something? Fam, <laughs> listen, I, listen, that had to be one of the funniest shit I've ever read. Jada Kiss? Listen, I love Jada Kiss. Jada I too. love Jada Kiss, bro. I do too, bro. I'm talking about Lil Wayne, bro. And I tweeted this yesterday, bro. And I hate how how somebody just say something and niggas repeat it to the point don't nobody ask what it means. Because what does it mean that Wayne music ain't age well when he birthed a generation of rappers? What about his music didn't age well that you heard it for the next 30 years of your life? From every rapper you have ever heard since. So how did it not age well? It did. It's like, oh yeah, Cream Scott can't age well. Like, like what do you mean? Like, it, it, it's, it's, we, we literally, every, all these rappers talk about Wayne differently. And it's so funny because Jadakiss is one of those rappers who talk about Wayne differently. Jadakiss is on camera talking about he was begging Khaled to get on Wayne's songs. When he did that, we take it over and all the he was literally on camera so I'm like, yeah, I was banging out Lil. Let me get on it. Cause it's just so different. Jenny Kiss and Wayne got a song together. And Wayne was cleaning him up. <laughs> Man. A couple of them too. Dog. A couple of them. He said these niggas act like women. Shenane, oh my goodness. Like when Martin used to dress like Shenane on the show. Cause these niggas is acting like women. Yo. It's, it's very frustrating hearing <laughs> what niggas say about Wayne because of really how different he is. And listen, open challenge to anyone who disagrees, line it up. Talk to me. That's why I stop. I'm, I'm not arguing trying niggas. Line it up. Because niggas be wanting to be Mr. Opposite Opinion Man. I want to be, you know, I'm going against the grain. Wayne music already back. Line it up. Line it up. I, and it don't matter how many songs you get. You can do 40 songs with Jada Kiss. I wouldn't let you get on the board. 50 songs. I literally wouldn't. How, I don't think it's a number y'all could go to where Jada Kiss scores. Stop it, bro. Right? This, this is Lil Wayne we talking Stop about. Stop it. Bro. This is Lil Wayne we talking about, this bro. This is Lil Wayne we talking about, bro. And niggas start, niggas act like Lil Wayne career started in 2015. Bro, Lil Wayne has been, Lil Wayne dropped the platinum album at 14. It, it's been a bunch of crazy, crazy Wayne discourses. And it was like, damn, Wayne don't got no classics. Wait a minute. He ain't dropped four cards for you niggas to be like, ain't no classics. In what are y'all talking about, bro? Y'all just be saying <laughs> shit and just want people to agree with y'all. I don't know if y'all be trying to get clicks, views, whatever it is, bro. But please stop disrespecting that man, bro. I saw what he was like, bro. It's not fair that Wayne can just rack on other people's beats and that be his best thing. Why not? But why? But why not? Why all of a sudden is that a problem? Why all of a sudden when that was something that was a staple in rap? It literally created yes. rap. It's literally what yes. rap is. Rap is literally rapping on someone else's beats. Like these are rappers are not rappers are not making all these beats, bro. These are not beats that Gucci Man was down there in the basement punching in. Like, like what are y'all talking about, bro? I think it's so crazy, bro. And that's that's Wayne, but like that's Wayne we talking about. That's Wayne we talking about, bro. Please just stop, bro. Yo. Please. So seriously, like, and I, I love Jada. I think Jada Kiss is one of the 10, 15 best rappers ever. Like, Jada Kiss is him, bro. Really, I get it. But there is a difference, bro. There is just a difference, bro. Like Lil Wayne has been doing this. 
It's not even like, you know how we usually, listen, one of our go-to phrases is the difference between the Chrysler and the Rolls. It's like the difference between a Chrysler and a rocket ship. <laughs> like, not even no regular car. Like, it's not like Jaden Kiss a bad rapper. Jaden Kiss one of the best rappers ever. But it's like, man, I'm. it's like the fastest run at your high school. Bruh. And then you say both run by. Like, please, bro, this is little Wayne we are talking about, bro. I, I don't know why it's cool to disrespect this man and say he ain't dropped no good music since the Carter 3. What the fuck are y'all talking about, And you know what's crazy? That, that's what made me so mad. It, even if you entertain the argument, Let's say Carter Four. Let's say Carter Four. That's where that's six foot, seven foot. Let's just say from that moment forward, he didn't drop no good music. That's more than Jadakiss. That's literally more than Jadakiss. I you can go album by album. That's more than almost any rapper ever. He's four Carters in plus the mixtape plus the Hot Boys. He been rapping since he was fifteen. Like yo, know. the block is hot. It came out in nineteen ninety seven. That was his first platinum album in 1997. Stop it. You don't know what's happening in 1997? Kobe took his first dribble in the NBA. <laughs> That's how long we're talking about. Kobe's rookie year was Wayne's rookie year, and he went platinum. And Wayne is still doing shit. <laughs> I have, we haven't brought up a feature. We ain't brought up. We ain't brought up a real mixtape, something like that. We, ha we haven't even picked out a song. We haven't even named songs yet because it just, it's just wouldn't be fair. Stop. I wouldn't even, you wouldn't even have to scout for Jay Dickens. You wouldn't even need to plan songs ahead. You could at least just take your regular Wayne playlist and play it. Stop. Okay. All right. So, this ain't Dipset, my nigga. I don't, don't get me mad. Y'all don't really get me mad. Stop, here. Like, bro, stop. Just stop. You know what it be? It be niggas from San Diego. <laughs> it be niggas from Palo Alto. Like, <laughs> The West Coast niggas who don't get it. <laughs> and he's like, music ain't aged that well. Man, listen, that's what we kill it. It be the West Coast niggas and be North niggas. Dick Ryan, Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> like, Wayne music ain't aged well. He birthed him. That's his music right here. That lighter flick is him right there. Everything he's doing. Like, oh my God. That's his son. Yo, his music ain't aged well, but he getting a million to show in 2023. But his music ain't aged well. His, oh. music, his music ain't age well, but it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It. Still good playing everywhere. You still go to clubs in Houston, and they still play rolling. Like, they play rolling every day. Like, every day it's played. John. Yo. Charlie was in the club sending me videos. She was like, look, it's John. Oh, it's, it's, I'm going in now. Oh, they playing rolling now. Yeah. These songs came out post-2010. Yeah. Bro, like, the Carter, the Carter 1 came out in 2004, bro. 2004. Kobe had just got done free freedom. Ron, rookie year. Bro, rookie year, he dropped his first card. <laughs> it's so crazy, bro. Shut up. Yeah, you, shut up. Listen, because if it was Shut up. Because <laughs> that's what we're going to name this, this, this uh, episode. Because if it wasn't for Wayne, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be, bro. Come on, bro. It just wouldn't Simple be. Simple as that. Simple as that. These, the, the lives these niggas are living now, fast cars, models, bitches, tattoos, all that, that's, li that's literally Lil Wayne. That's literally Lil Wayne. All you niggas got tattoos on your face. That's Lil Wayne, bro. That's Lil Wayne. Bugattis, Lil niggas taking drugs, not selling them. That is Lil Wayne. Oh, it's Lil Wayne. All you rappers, that's high as hell all the time. Y'all niggas that uh, rap for four minutes with no hook, that's Lil Wayne. Literally. 
And it, what made me so mad is niggas be like, is Wayne really a better technical rapper? I'd be like, have y'all ever heard of Lil Wayne beat? He not here because his beat selection. He not here because he got a good ear. Talk to him. He's one, of, he's one of the worst beats ever. He ain't rap on anything. Anything on anything. Go through the mind of your two beats. Pick out a good beat. Pick out one. Other than love me, pick out a good beat. Like, hold, like, people are like, man, Hove's not the best technical rapper. All right, but hold best beat selector I've probably ever heard of. Top three at worst. Wayne, he just getting shuffled. Wayne be in that Wayne be in the studio six hours. He can rap over twelve beats. They don't matter to him. Just blow one in. Just play, play. Just play. I will do it. I promise. I promise. I promise. I'll figure it out. Bro, the flow switch, all of, like it's so disrespectful. He is going through flows. <coughs> he has went from New Orleans bounce music type rap to the mainstream kind of took the New York sound on the Carter two to the laid back of the Carter three. I'm a mix. Like you feel a little R and B vibe with yeah. the album will come out like comfortable. Yeah. yeah, like grown man music. Yeah. Late, like for the ladies. Like the Carter three is an album that he made that women can listen to yeah. front to back. The the uh Carter two is more of a dope boy album. Right. The Carter one was more of a New Orleans bounce sound dope boy album. Mm-hmm. Carter three, like I said. More for the women, more for the laid back, for like real cl- good club music type yeah. shit. And then you go to the Carter Four, and that's the mainstream. You can hear the change in music in that album. Like really? those albums around that time, you can start to hear that sound of 2010 to 2014. Yeah. In that time, like it's a mainstream album. I just don't understand where this music, that his music didn't age well. Like, like you don't get the greatest producers and the greatest artists ever telling you. Nah, this is one of the best ever to do this. You don't get Bun D telling you, hey, nah, we was in the rappers in my prime and Wayne was 14 and everybody in the room knew he was the best rapper. Yeah. You don't get Juvie at 21 saying, nah, this little 13, 14 year old, he it. Like, he yeah. the next up. This is not me. And everybody know. And everybody know. Nobody's disagreeing with you. You don't get Ho saying, I thought about taking a break from rapping after I heard you remix my song. You don't get that from a nigga who music who didn't age well. From a nigga who don't make good music. From a nigga who su- Stop it. It's, listen, Stop it's, it. It's, it's okay. If you don't know, bro, bro, like it's okay if you don't know. Like it's one thing to just not know and be like, I don't know, I don't really mess with Wayne like that. That's okay. You're not supposed. You're not gonna like every single artist ever. It's been a million rappers. I understand it, but stop acting like you know what you're talking about because you don't. You just don't, bro. It's so you don't. I I don't. I don't understand why they do that to him. Like why don't I say why they? Where does that? I don't know. Where does it come from? I have. It's it's crazy what they do, especially just how different Wayne was, bro. Like Wayne was just so different than every other rapper for about five, six years. It wasn't even like a question. Who was the best rapper? It wasn't even a question. Wasn't even a question, bro. It's it's really and (laughs) mainly because he told you. And told you, I am. I'm the best rapper. And as I said before. Anybody disagree? Line it up. Line it up. Line it up. Because with all, listen, if you, if it, especially if the rules are whatever songs this person is on, it's not even fair for it to be even uh, for uh, for people to even be have a shooting a puncher's chance versus Wayne. You got to say no mixtapes. You have to. And if you don't, it doesn't. You're gonna lose anyway. You lost. If you do mixtapes, you probably don't even get to an album song by the time the first over. If you do pure mixtapes, he probably don't even got a touch on his albums. No. He go 20 off mixtapes. Oh, easy. Like easy. Easy. Um, so the last question I wanted to ask is in something else I saw. Um, does Future have a better catalog on the way? No. 
No. So, but it, but, but that uh, one made more sense. The yeah. Jada Kiss and Lil Wayne was like, what are you talking about? Right. The future in the Lil Wayne catalog, I kind of understood a little bit right. more. I don't think it's really close, but I think future is really heavy. So, like, yeah, like, I'm not mad. Like, and, I, and I'm not mad at the just future rap better than Drake. He doesn't. But I'm not mad. I get what you're saying. Throw it out there. I get what you're saying. If you want to have the argument that if you're going to look at Future's catalog and say, I like this more than Wayne's catalog, that's for sure. But what y'all not going to do is say Wayne music ain't age well when Future's making Wayne music still. Future's still making Wayne music. To this day. One of his biggest influences. To this day, he's still making Wayne music. So, like. It's so like niggas hate on Wade, be like, oh, I love Future, I love Uzi, like I love, I love all, I love. Look, and I and I don't think it, I don't think it is. Again, like I don't think it is. I don't think it's really that close. I think Wayne, as yeah. far as rap, has a top five catalog ever, For sure. including mixtapes. Now, if you want to say who has the better, like if I take Wayne's five best albums yeah. and Future's five best albums and talk, I still think it's a slight edge with Wayne. But like, all right, I will have that conversation. But just but, that's a, all, but like, that's that's what I'm saying. That's a whole different. That's thing. a whole different conversation. I hate just, I hate when they do that where they just, you tr- like they're trying to say something, <laughs> and instead of just saying it, we're gonna try to backdoor the question yes. so I can get it to all right. Let's look at their five best albums because I hate the question so much because Future. A big part of Future's catalog is mixtapes too. Yes. And same for Wayne because they came, well, Wayne more so in the future, but during those early eras, mixtapes were commonplace in hip hop. They're important. It's super important. Damn near, a mixtape was a rollout to your album. Exactly. So like, I hate how people, like, especially with Wayne moving forward, try to dismiss yes. the mixtape just because I guess the sheer volume of them, if you've never heard them. You don't understand how long he carried hip hop with those mixtapes, and then how impactful they yeah. were. Like they were impactful. Like those mixtapes changed DJ Drama's trajectory of his life. That's a fact. Fuck his career, the yeah. life he lived has changed exactly. because what, of those. What drama doing today? Lily would not have without Wayne. Without Wayne and Jeezy, of course. Well, shout out Jeezy, yeah, of course. Out. But Wayne was such an yeah. important part of what happened for mixtapes and rap music, and how important it was to save rap music. Like people don't even know that like rap music was going to the point where it was like nigga, nobody wanted to hear that no more. Like exactly. it was about pop music, R and B music. Yeah. Like nobody wanted to hear that. And Lil Wayne, of course, Kanye West had to play the big part of this. Yeah. He played a big part of this, but in the forefront of it was Wayne being like, I got, I got us. Yeah. Like, I got us. I do this shit. I live this shit every day of my life. I yeah. mean, and, and... And all these rappers now, I'm not a rapper. I'm a rock star. I'm not a rapper. I'm an artist. Hey, that's Wayne. Hey, that's Wayne. He was one of the first. He was one of the first to save rappers from being rappers that we can be, we can be pop stars. We can be biggest artists in the world. When you see Wayne's biggest, three biggest songs in the world, that is him changing the direction of hip-hop. Where then the next up for him, Drake can be the biggest artist in the world without there being hiccups. Thank you. He did that with tats on his face. Well, Wayne gave the runway for Drake to be a singer and a rapper and yeah. look like that. Yeah. Look like that. Look at how Drake looked in 2009. That's not a rapper. Drake was the first rapper to <coughs> excuse me, was the first rapper to look like that. Yeah. It was the first one. Mm-hmm. And it, it was because he had the backing from Wayne, somebody people was a fan of, somebody people trusted his yep. ear. Because although he does not have the ear for beats, he does have the ear for talent. That yeah. is very obvious. He does have the ear for talent. And he definitely has the ear for rapping. Because yeah. if you go listen to them old mixtapes with his old Young Money artists, Kern, CJ Mills, maybe they make the best music, but the boys can rap. Yeah. And he had an ear for that. And he had the, the thing that he made, that he talked about Drake, why he was special, and why Nicki was special, is still reined in. And you can still see it through this day. He said Drake can make songs about anything, 
and they sounded great. He could make a hook, he could make a hook, and he could make a song about anything, he could rap about anything and get people involved. Oh, on top of that, he could sing too. Great. It's like, oh, okay, that's still what's making Drake Drake today. Yep. Nikki, he said it was a personality. She could really rap with niggas, and she wasn't scared of shit. Yep. Nikki, still the same person really? to this day. Yep. So, like, I just don't understand, like, where this... Why everybody be like Wayne to go Wayne top three if it's not Hov is Wayne if it's not Hov or Kanye is Wayne mm-hmm. like like how do you get millions of people to say this and you see this opinion all the time and for some reason you just believe he sucked and his music didn't age well and Jada Kiss better than him Future got a better catalog than him and he overrated how does that make sense Mister I'm from Sacramento who the fuck who the fuck are you who are you my nigga who are you dog talking about rap music bro like stop it. Four Carters, yeah. the Dedication Series, No Ceilings, The Block Is Hot, The Prefix, The Suffix, Sorry For The Wait, Sorry For The Wait 2, yeah. He Got Color Growth, The Car, like, stop it, bro, and the features. I can go, I can name a hundred features right now. Stop it, bro. It's, stop it. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Stop it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anything else you want to touch on? <laughs> Jada, that was one of the first things I saw when I woke up that day was Jada Kiss. It was the first thing I saw. I said, is this what we're doing today? I tweeted. I said, is this what we're doing today? <laughs> Jada Kiss and Lil Wayne. Jada Kiss, bro. Imagine if Lil Wayne was in the locks. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Shout out Jada Kiss. Um, I think that's all we have for you guys today, though. Shout out to everybody tuning in. Uh, shout out to the YouTube. It'll be up soon. Um, yeah, it'll be up. It'll be up. Y'all yeah, probably listen to it Monday. Um, um, get it up tomorrow. Listen, y'all. Who you got tonight? Team Brown and Team Giannis. We all lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go team Giannis though. Like, Giannis go try super hard, um, <laughs> but I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go team Giannis. But all the All Stars are. They're all hard. I'm surprised Brian ain't home playing Madden. Me too. <laughs> I'm excited uh, to watch Ja. Uh, I'm excited to watch a few of these young players. Yeah. Watch Ja get the runway because Steph is in there and stuff like that. So Ja. Dame always puts on the show, so I'm excited. It's a few players I'm excited. Dame, please don't be doing that. Don't be doing that tonight. Don't be, we saw what she tried to do last time. It didn't work. Let's not do this again. Oh, <laughs> Steph is a play. You can do it. It'll, it'll impress everybody. No, nah, I, I, I don't want her to do it because what if he started missing? Let's go to such a play. He threw four half four shots and they all missed. Like, man. Uh, so yeah, I'll start getting tonight. Y'all be safe. Shout uh, out Taylor Rooks. Um, I'm going Team Braun, by the way. He's undefeated in the All-Star Games. I expect them to pick them. Oh, we get to watch them. T- them pick teams in a couple hours. I'm excited for that. Uh, Adam Silver, fix the NBA. <laughs> uh, no pick teams, but we're going to do the starting glass. So nobody feels bad. Yeah, okay. Dog. Yeah, uh-huh. These niggas have hundreds of millions of dollars. Shut up, bro. Like, they, they can't handle getting picked last. Like, you can't handle getting picked last of the All-Stars. Yeah. Like, you one of the 30 best man. players in the NBA. You got picked last. Back in my, listen, back in my day, listen. So what? You got picked last. Prove why you shouldn't have been last. Yeah, oh what? what? You gonna be mad at Giannis? Cool. <laughs> like, that's what we want. Like, what do we want here? Do we want players to be nice to each other? Or do we want y'all? Y'all just want a week on rivalry. You know a good way to start a rivalry? You can't somebody pick last in the All-Star game. Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas have been fighting for 40 years about an All-Star game. <laughs> like, <laughs> man, it's, I can't stand Adam, bro. Salute to y'all. Uh, have a great weekend. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Like you said, like, subscribe, comment, follow everything below in the bio. And y'all have a fantastic week. Hi,